0: Block Talk Radio.
1: And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, hold on the kosher, you know that my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling, Be on the sofa, niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor. Don't mean it as soldier, but fuck the as I feel them the dopeness and proper die Crank up the focus to get it amplified. You are listening live. We'll do it
2: live! that is, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, May 2nd twenty eighteen. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and uh joining me per usual is uh co host Extraordinaire, uh Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening?
3: What's going on, man?
2: You know, little of this, little of that. Um, we certainly um have some things to talk about. We have some uh non wrestling things to talk about for sure. Uh I still haven't decided, and I guess I'll let you decide, Cam, or, or at least greatly input. Are are we talking Infinity War spoilers today? Like, usually, I like to, like, two weeks to go to give, you know, for, for, for most of these things, but is that something we can do this go-round? I, I feel
4: like if you haven't seen You it, talked
2: your shit already. I still really haven't,
4: so... I mean, I really haven't. I did really, you do a whole a whole podcast? No, yeah, I did not. I, I, I got my friends together and let them talk about it, and I said snide things while I made pancakes in the kitchen. I didn't, no. <laughs> and I don't plan on talking about it anytime soon, so whatever. Oh, well, yeah, I guess, here we go. Yeah, like, I'll talk about it, but no, I, yeah. Let that come to us. Damn it, son of a... All
0: right,
2: okay,
4: Ugh, it's only been... 22 seconds since the movie
2: Ended stop asking questions Okay fine yeah. like in The moment it's been a week almost And you're still like mm,
4: I don't mm, I, ooh. That's, that's exactly what I'm like Let me, I mean, <laughs> can, I, can I be in control of my feelings <laughs> Is that okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I, I want to talk about it I'm not going to talk about it Damn it If everybody's Talking about it I'm just less inclined to So you know
2: there's a reason everybody's talking about it. I mean, and I
4: and I encourage them to keep talking. That doesn't mean I'm going to talk about it. They should talk about it. <laughs> Great.
2: How? Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. So I guess we're uh, let's let's um, try to keep it spoiler-free. Um, I say. Well, that I wouldn't now. Mean to say that.
4: Like, let me let me counterpoint. Like, we mm. at this point. Like, it's, it's the 2nd of May. Like, anything you have to say about the movie, you should go ahead and say. And we're literally right. from the jump giving people fair warning that the movie's been out for six days. It's the highest grossing opening weekend of anything. So if you, like, if you're coming here to dodge spoilers about a movie you know we watched, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> like but typically, like family. Family. even
2: for Black Panther, same situation. You know, we saw it opening day okay. Thursday. Wait, you know, even the, I think a week later, the next Wednesday. I don't think mm-hmm. we talked explicitly about it. Well, and again, that was because like three days later, we, me and you, yeah, you know, I was at your crib doing a you know hour and a half podcast, you know, talking about it and having a good time. So I got it out of my system uh, in, a, in a lot of aspects. I haven't for this. <laughs> so that's that's my issue, so. Um, so yeah, let's whatever. Anything goes, uh Cam set the ground rules it yeah, don't come here trying to dodge spoilers. Not this week. Not on not not for Infinity War, so um so if you want to talk about that I guess we we definitely will. Cam won't but you know, whatever. Uh Uh, later. Mm-hmm. Um, So yeah, so we got Infinity Wars, we certainly got, uh, we've got Raw and Smackdown from this week, and we've got Backlash coming up this weekend, so it seems like a lot's going on 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 TV, uh, because it is, coming off the Greatest Royal Rumble, if you want to talk about that even, or or aspects of that, you know, we're all ears. Um, So yeah, so on with the show, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent information, If you want to call in and uh, talk to us about these various topics and subjects, uh, hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. And if you can't call us for whatever reason, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, we've got a couple all oh, non VIP uh, emails in so far. So get your emails in East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is always an option, a way to get at the show. Uh, find us on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And you can find my personal Twitter at Travelord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. And you can find our Instagram at Torch East Coast Cast. Yeah, I get to plug that sometimes. And you can find our voicemail. I don't even have the number offhand, but go to eastcoastcast.com. That that way you'll find all the social media shenanigans and a way to get at us via all the uh,
5: socials. And,
2: um, oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to, uh, we got decent amount of likes this week and by this week I mean today because I just did one of those annual Who's on my friend list that doesn't like the page?
0: Who who might?
2: I don't I mean, you know. I don't think my great aunt wants to cares about <laughs> you know, the goings on the daily goings on and then uh, wrestling social media. Um but yeah, and folks were nice enough to uh to give us a like, so Oh, what happened? There it is. Let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven,
3: eight, nine. Yeah,
2: nine likes in the last few hours. Uh, uh in, indie wrestler extraordinaire Trevor Court. Oh, uh, what's his work name? Is that his work name? Greatest show on earth from Indianapolis. Wonder if Steve Steve's seen him work. Uh, so Trevor. Uh, uh francis McD, you know from high school uh eileen who we both know uh sydney and mohan and uh tommy Pulaski, who who went to Geno's and ate racist cheesesteaks a, a week or two ago uh neil from the uk who's in one of my favorite bands and jeremy from the uk who isn't in any band so thanks guys i uh, appreciate the like the likes and uh, yeah, so share the share the link <clears throat> uh, or share the page on your on your Facebook on your timeline, uh, tag your wrestling pals in it, get them uh, get them into the program, and you know how that whole thing works. Uh, so yeah, Cam headlines uh, poll results, uh, where are we at? Yeah,
4: I mean we're you know uh, five days out from the Greatest Royal Rumble, um, and Depending on what you consider that, whether it's a pay-per-view, whether, whether it's a house show, or whether it falls somewhere in between, you know, the major goings-on of it are that, you know, Roman Reigns did not beat Brock Lesnar. Now, I was, you know, outside of the building when Brock Lesnar beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and people are immediately Wait, talking were about how... Huh? Where were you? Well, yeah. Yeah, outside of the building, you know, after it happens. And that's where the conversation is going on.
2: Oh, okay, okay. About, after that.
4: Okay. Yeah, that's where the conversation starts. You hear people in the street talking about the greatest Royal rumble and how, you know, that's been booked. So he's just going to beat Brock Lesnar outside of the country to get a better reaction. Like that's, that's the knee jerk <sighs> that people are saying. The greatest Royal rumble happens, and he does not beat Brock Lesnar. Um, even though there's yeah. some controversy, and he
2: on. didn't get the overwhelming crowd reaction either that that, that exactly. you hope that they're uh, that they're that they that he'd get. Now all my all my stuff about the greatest Royal Rumble is coming from what's either been reported uh, officially or that I've heard from you know people that I know who've seen it okay. uh, and were paying attention because uh, I didn't and have I didn't watch live and. Uh, and didn't go back to watch it either. So,
4: yeah, not not something I I participated in either, um, and, and didn't and don't really feel like I need to. Yeah, I don't need to complete the set, as it were.
2: But, yeah, a five hour, very expensive house show. Like, oh, I I get it. Like, I can literally I can picture that in my head, and I got all the results on my phone that WWE. And, you know, they did themselves no favors by doing that. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. And got yeah. to, I got to see that, and then listen to Way Keller's uh, audio. It's like, yeah, a bunch of one and two and two and a half star matches, and and a, and a ladder match that stood uh, that stood head and shoulders above everything else.
4: I think the yeah, next night nice like is kind of a bigger story. Um, you know, Seth Rollins was kind of positioned as the biggest deal on that show, from promo to the end of the show to after the show. Um, And what I asked on the poll was, you know, is WWE positioning Seth Rollins to be their lead babyface going forward? Um, And a pretty, I mean, it was fairly even for this type of thing. Um, 55% say yes, 45% say no. Um, That was kind of coupled with um, a second poll. If you had to assign a reason for fans not taking to Roman Reigns, you know, which reason would be the largest, and we talk about it. this is this has been a three four year project that has a litany of issues. Ten um, percent said it's his move set, um, and how I kind of look at that as like you know, if if The Rock did the people's elbow five times in a match, it would be silly. Mm-hmm. Like once is already you kind of suspending disbelief. With five times in a match, it would be kind of silly. Like, if Stone Cold did five Fez presses, I think it would.
1: Did
2: we lose Cameron? I see him still on the board. Hopefully, you guys didn't lose me.
5: Uh, you'll hear me? Yep,
1: I can still hear you.
2: All right, so we'll just have to. Thanks, man. Uh, get Cam back. Um, what the heck were we talking about? Oh, oh, the the uh, poll. Um, uh, the move set thing. I think at, at this point, I don't want to say overrated because you, Cam, just made a really tremendous point that. It, it, and he, I think he was getting that doing the Superman punch a bunch uh, uh, in a match. It, there you go. Cam, you back.
4: Yeah, so that was like oh, 10% you. of the vote. Um, 19% was other, and I think people don't – like when people say other, when people see other, they immediately want to get their stuff off. Like forget reading what else is there. Because a lot of it yeah. was –
2: It was like, man, there was an option for that. Like, what are you you, doing? Why are you voting other?
4: A lot of it was better options available. And they kind of went like, well, they didn't choose Daniel Bryan. I'm like, well, no, that's my point. That's what I'm saying by better options available. Like, that's, (laughs) that's, you should have just voted that. We could still talk about it. But uh, but in fairness, a lot of it was a combination of better options available, which was 25%. And I do feel like, CM Punk's podcast was really damning for Roman Reigns' push. And, like, I, I don't know if that can really translate into what happens in the arena, but a lot of people did hear that. Like, to the point where, like, you know, it was a part of Master of None, like Aziz Ansari's Netflix show. Like, he goes to get, like, Swarmer or something like that, and the guy who he's buying it from is talking about trying to listen to CM Punk's podcast. Like, it crossed over in the pop culture. So, okay. I didn't you know, know that. that coupled with, then not going with Brian is, you know, it's substantial reason people say it didn't work. And then forty six percent said it's his on air persona. It's the, uh, yeah. you know, the devil may care, nonchalant, never really hitting a single tone. Is oh yeah,
2: inconsistent. Was going, what I was going to say, and I think that they, they that matches up. Not really hitting, you know, one t- one week or one segment. He's kind of like, oh, all right. And then ne- next week, he's calling somebody a lazy fat ass and looking in his man bun and looking way too sure of himself in a in a kind of cornball way. It's inconsistent as hell, is what I would what I would go with as far as his on air persona. Uh, and I don't think the 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 good part of his persona, like the, the you know when he. Just the good stuff he does isn't blow you away good that he can do that only 30% of the time, and that's enough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'd go with uh, just inconsistent uh, as a as the big part of that on-air persona that I actually did vote for. And the first one I went with, I don't think Seth's being uh, a position. I really was curious at that. Th- line of thinking because people came out to Woodworks like yeah seems that way to me and I was just like what am I missing like are they setting him up to be the workhorse sure he was that before <laughs> you know are they but if I had to go with who are they setting up to be the lead babyface going forward that's got to be Braun Strowman like he gets he, to me he gets what 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 uh what you could call uh being positioned as the lead babyface going forward. Um, I get it, but like Seth's been in some really great main event matches in the last, you know, eight, twelve weeks. You know, going back to that gauntlet uh thing uh, uh in during WrestleMania season. But I don't I I don't um I yeah, that's not a feeling I got and it wasn't until the poll and people started commenting in the in the thread. I was like, oh, people really think Seth's being positioned. Then that's good. That's good that it's not always just one guy or so obvious, and everybody's like, oh, Braun's the guy. Because, hey, maybe there's a backlash if 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 that was actually the case. If people thought, oh, now they're shoving Braun down our throat, which they kind of were for a while there, but but you know what I mean. So, uh, I'd go with mm-hmm. Sherwin as the guy.
4: The two things the, I'd say would be this. Position. Yeah. Cling to that, to that idea that if, if Braun Strowman is a champion or WWE champion, I think you have to get the title off of him or to even put him in a match every month. And I don't know. Okay. Who doing that. Um, okay. And then the key thing that stuck out to me on Monday, not only does Seth Rollins get this big promo time, but he's starting to talk about Brock Lesnar in the promo. And that's mm. when Finn's music hits. So, like, to me, it's sowing seeds for that to be what they go with. Um, and and it could be you a... Remember runoff, the
1: last but, Brock Lesnar-Seth
2: Rollins match, though? Because <laughs> I yeah. do. Like, yeah.
4: But, I mean, terrible. You, but, but, before that, though, just remember how you have that Lesnar-Rollins-Cena match where Rollins is creating all the movement in the match. You know, yeah. um... And we're, we're talking about, what, a year and a half, two years ago. Like, that's, that's a while. Um, I just really think that, like, I, I don't, at this point, there's no reason to speculate how long Brock's going to be there because all you can be is wrong. Like, there's no right way to guess it, you know? So, um, I just, with the language that they introduced between, um, you know, how Rollins feels about Lesnar, when most people who don't feud with, with Lesnar don't get to say his name and for Finn's music to hit when that happens, to me, it's just, it, it's, they're not good enough writers for that not to be foreshadowed. You know, like, the, the, the world that they exist in is not fluid. It's not uh, a constantly moving ecosystem. Everything that's done is very deliberate. So, I mean, we'll see, you know, going forward. Like, you feel like he's probably not going to be done with Finn Balor for a while, based on, you know, what happened between the two of them, but I don't know. Um, and it's going to be interesting to watch going through the summer.
2: Most definitely. That's um, was that it? Oh yeah, just the two bowl options this week. Um, yeah, I think that move set argument. It it really wasn't a valid argument, you know, three years ago when it. I remember when Wade did his would count the moot No, or Wade did it, or a caller, like a, a live cast listener or somebody. Like it was like okay, here's a here's a match, Brock versus you know whatever on whoever on Raw or this pay per view, and it was just like you know clothesline, clothesline, super clothesline, punch, close. It was ridiculous how simplistic it was. And then I remember Wade did one for Ryback, and it was like holy shit. Ryback is make, is you know making is makes it looks like a fucking technical genius like William Reed No, slam,
3: man.
2: No, well, I'm just saying compared to Roman, after you would hear Roman's mm-hmm. moveset of clothesline, clothesline, kick, clothesline, punch, super punch, clothesline. You know, and you hear Ryback, oh, fast press, oh, press, body press, scoop slam. It's like, oh, he's doing you know
1: fifteen moves
2: in a match compared to like four for Roman. It was. Absurd. It was, but we've seen guys get over with limited movesets. Some of the biggest draws in the business have not been the most, uh, um,
0: uh-huh.
2: moveset <laughs> So that was kind of always a weak sauce kind of argument. Like, yeah, it's wrestling. It's not really, you know, you can have an outsized personality. It's only, you only notice because he doesn't have an outsized personality or it doesn't show through, um, on air. Um, so, yeah, so I'm wondering that that 10% that's still bothered the most. It's one thing to be bothered by it or go, man, I wish he wrestled better or had more uh, versatility. But which reason would be the largest reason that fans don't take to him? You think it's his moveset? Like, ah. who are those 10%? Yeah. That's all I want to know. So, um,. Yeah, so somebody called Seth the only crossover wrestler as a heel that they've had in years. His daily show spots spoke volumes of him and what a top guy can and is supposed to do. Yeah, but they would probably counter with that did nothing to, you know, nobody was checking for Seth after that. Nobody was calling us like, hey, can we get Seth Rollins on a – on Good Morning America or on to the Today Show, Universal, yeah. So he got the spot because he was a champion and it fit the storyline with John Stewart and everything at the time. And he could do it; he was capable to go on there and have good timing and 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 be good. But you know. Now, Braun Strowman in that spot, like, nailing it on, like, a Daily Show type, you know, Kimmel type, you know, Seth uh, Seth, uh, Fallon type deal. And then people would be probably checking for Braun after that, like, yo, who's that big funny bastard? We want, you know, can we get him? Like, that's going to happen eventually. Just the, the better Braun gets. I don't know if he'll be on Saturday Night Live or anything.
4: Yeah, I mean it would All be right. I mean he's just physically like he just he has a different even though he's massive, he's massive in a different way than Andre was. He's massive in a different big, way than Paul White was you know where it's like, just he, like he, it's a muscularity about him that just And it's an actually like
2: it's like what people have are like
4: with LeBron James.
2: Just scaled down. Yeah. Like how is he six six, two hundred and sixty pounds, and can do what a guy you know five ten, you know, uh, two oh five can do? It's that scaled up. Like how is he, you yeah. know, 6'10", 380 and can do stuff that a guy you know 6'6", 260, you know, LeBron size can do? So yeah, it's it's that all all factor. It's not just Andre lumbering down or great colleague, kind of like, eh, yeah, this. But guy could barely stand. Like, yeah, I, where, where it's like, I, I think people could talk themselves into, you know, like I could beat up the great colleague, or I beat up, but I could win a fight. You know, like eh, I avoid him enough, my stamina's up enough. You know, a couple leg leg kicks, that guy's coming coming down. nobody talking themselves in the – in the in the beaten up Ron Stroke nobody. Nor you know, any you know, regular regular dude yeah. gonna try to think, mm, you know, I can handle myself five minutes, I think I can survive. Nah, nah. So <laughs> Alright, let's uh open things up, talk to some folks. That's um you know what? We had an emailer email in and say he was calling in, he's on the road and I forgot already see if he's there, um, I think that's him. Let me check my email <clears throat> so uh yeah Lamarcus so i'm- am just gonna assume he's right he didn't press one that' remind everybody hit one on the uh on your phone and um that'll put your hand up, and then we'll know that you want to get on air. So from the jump, let's, uh, let's talk to LaMarcus. He emailed himself to the front of the line. Uh, LaMarcus, what's wow.
3: happening?
2: Where are you from and where are you, where are you hey, on the road? The where are you going? I think we've talked before. So
6: I'm going to. Uh, Mississippi, well, that's one I'm from Mississippi uh, to my uh, yeah. nieces and little brother's uh, college graduation. So, I'm driving from D.C. to Mississippi, so don't ask me no. why, it just it's going to cost a lot You're of to fly there and DC? rent a car and shit.
2: So. To Mississippi? Well, I'm, dri- I'm
6: sorry, okay, I'm driving today I'm driving from D.C. to Georgia and tomorrow D- uh, Georgia to Mississippi, so it's not all in one day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still. Okay. Uh, yeah, but
2: On you on this Solo I mean, solo I tip or you
6: got some yeah, squad? Yeah, I mean, long, but I would still would have had to rent a car and like I would say like three hundred dollars just to just go ahead and rent a car and drive all the way there. So I'm not gonna. It's, yeah, but
0: yeah,
6: but I'm gonna be because their are a, a week apart, so I'm gonna be in Mississippi for a while. So so right. it's better right. to it's better just to drive there. So, I'm so, just thinking but, about driving through Mississippi yeah. and Georgia and all that shit. No, and, uh, so, no, it wasn't fun for me when I, mean, I did
2: it
6: this, <laughs> alone. Yo, <yeah>, now this <laughs> is my, I think this is my, I think this is my second or third time making the drive. I, drew, I drove to DC once when I moved from Mississippi. And I think I drove back once, once more for thanks, for Thanksgiving, and I didn't do it again because i was like, this is, this is hell. So, but yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Um,
6: but I mean, uh, up like,
0: Arkansas
2: somewhere. <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> right. Head on a swivel. <laughs> Go ahead, man. So what's up? But what?
6: But my. Uh, yeah, I have a few topics. So I caught Roman Reigns' promo, and I mean I have a lot of issues with Roman Reigns. I mean I I don't want to come off as a hater, but I just I just can't I just right. can't get into him. My thing with Roman Reigns, like his promo is like I just I came in mid promo. I was like, if he it heel? So I had to rewind it. Because uh, it's like everyone's booing him. I heard him, I came in and he said, you, you guys didn't believe him. And so I was like, what, what's this about? But uh, it, it, he pretty much came out and – Did your heart skip a beat? Wrote, did you go, oh, my God, God.
4: They are, are they turning him? Yes.
6: That's <laughs> right. It's, but then, like it's, like, it's like he's pretty much like, look, guys, they wrote me a, a, a promo to say, so let me say my promo. I know – because it's like they're booing him at the building, but it's like he's still trying to cut this promo like he's a baby face. like – it's one thing, I guess it'd be one thing if it was, like, cutting promo to the, to everyone on TV, but the way he's projecting himself, he's cutting his promo to everyone in the building, it's like, it just mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's not, it's not it's like he's cutting promo to someone else up there who's in the building, because, like, they're booing him, but we're not be- they're not behind you, Roman, but you're cutting your promo, as in they're behind you, like, I'm a man of my word, which he's not, cause he said he's bringing the title back, so he didn't, he wasn't a <laughs> man of his word, so, Oh, yeah. If I have, yeah, if I mean... There, if I have a other
2: no, I just want to know how how long are they going to go with Brock Lesnar? I mean, this was two shows in a row where you just assumed up here, here we go. I, I wonder what the rationale is. Like, let's just... And at this point, Roman's got to go to the back of the line, right? I don't want to hear... Like, he can't right. get a... Yeah,
6: there, yeah. other I sent you that email like a couple weeks ago. It was like he lost at WrestleMania, so how does he get a rematch at the Greatest World Rumble when I mean if well, you Jack and lost his title it makes Heyman business. explain. Heyman explained. Sorry,
2: explain. say that again? Heyman uh-huh. Heyman explained in his promo a I- week or two ago, like, you know, Roman challenged and we were like, Okay, but we want we want it in the cage. So, I mean, it's not the greatest explanation, but you know. It's one. At least they tried.
6: Fair enough. Fair enough. And now, of course, what are they doing with Bobby Lashley? I'm I'm assuming he's gonna end up feuding with Braun Strowman since he's tagging with Braun right now. But Bobby hasn't. I don't think he said one word on TV since he's come back. He just seems like a so sort of like a background player. Like he's not in the background, but he's just there. Like they didn't think. He yeah, only a so I'm assuming he's gonna.
2: The only interview I've Sorry, go ahead. heard, I think I read, I think it was like on WWE. dot com, and it was just a, I think it was a write up. I don't think I've heard. Yes, I don't. I think you're right. I don't think, certainly not on TV, but not even like in the backstage, like WWE exclusive or dot com exclusive or anything. Have you heard him? Uh, uh, have you seen him with your own eyes? Say the things on TV, Cam.
4: Are we missing it? No, but my thing is, like, and and LaMarcus, this isn't specific to you. My thing is, like, why do people want him to talk? Like, (laughs) he hasn't said anything, but I think that's probably by design. Like, the the, the thing about Bobby Lashley is he has an amazing physique. He's an athlete. He's also on that list of people you actually can't fight yourself up to think you can beat up. But,
2: Mm. He, but, he I beat no, the I yeah. but he has no.
4: shit out of but he has no body hair think, and he has a soft voice. Like there, there are things yeah. about him that. Yeah. To to, I think to accentuate the things that he can do, you don't have him say a lot. Like Bobby Lashley is that guy who would benefit so much from a Paul Heyman, like so much because right. like he has that pedigree, he has that physicality. I I just think Lamarcus that. To maximize what they want to do with him, they understand that people who already have seen him, they feel the way they feel about him. But I think they have to be careful with how they represent him as far as the things that he's going to say because you don't want to kill, you know, who could be a top level guy. Like, I just think that the quieter you keep him, the more effective you're going to be with him. And as far as him and Braun, like, it's interesting if they're going to be like a face team for a while. But I also think that that has its shelf life that he'll probably like break up and that'll probably lead to a couple of good matches but I just don't see him saying anything aloud by himself anytime
7: soon well it's
6: not that I mean I want him to just that he's not doing anything so it's like either do something or say something you know I mean I mean you're right he's He's wrestling and winning what more can you
4: do than being in a tag match with Braun Strowman though like if if you're not in the main event that's where you're going to be like there's there's such little room, and like he could have his own feud, but then it becomes with who? Like, is he going to beat up Elias? Is he going to beat up like Bobby Roode? Like, if if we are going to accept that Braun Strowman is either the most over or the second most over being his right hand is is about as high as you can get, unless we're talking about putting him a level above Braun Strowman. Like, I I and Lamarcus, you, you're certainly not the first person to ask like. Is this thing that they're doing with him what they should be doing? And I can't really answer that. But like being Braun Strowman's equal at this point, I I, I don't know where else you can go other than feuding with Brock Lesnar.
6: Right. Well, it doesn't. I mean, because for I mean, for the longest, people were saying like Bobby Lashley could have been WWE's first "quote unquote" WWE champion. Well, sorry, Black WWE champion. Although mm-hmm. the Rock has been champ, but, but don't, don't, well, people uh, don't compare the Rock because he doesn't feel really, Yeah. And I think also because I just it kind of seemed like Rock more, like possibly the bow side and his black side, so I think people feel like disconnect from that but but yeah. Yeah. But they do. So yeah, like I said, um, and, yeah right. right. and also like um my this is another topic but my Cable provider, I'm not going to say who it is because I'm not trying to, get them promotion, but, um, <laughs> so you, like, you know, you like...
4: You manage your cable provider? <laughs> yeah. <Like so> you, <laughs> like, <laughs> say what? <laughs> like, it's, you
6: it's like a so like, like, cable man. Like, like, you
4: wanna, be, so. A lot of people, we don't want to get promotion, but, like, the the cable people? Like, we feel a way about the cable people right now? Matter of fact, shame them. i'm uh, I mean, probably <laughs> some fucked up
6: shit. No, you got I mean, I'm saying I just know you got to feel about it, so, I mean, I, no, I but, but you know, you <laughs> press the info button, you get description of the TV show you're watching, stuff like that. So, my, I'm not sure if I'll do it now, but my will say, like, which season it is and, and which episode is, like, season season three, episode five, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'll also say, if it, it'll, it'll also tell you if it's, if it's the season finale or the season premiere. And, like, for Raw SmackDown, it always says season premiere is the first episode of the year, and the finale is the, is the last episode of the year. My question is for you guys: What do you what would you consider this premiere and season finale of SmackDown and Raw? Because I would think that in a way, um, WrestleMania will be the season finale, but the way that they, it, I guess, it, from it, FO, it doesn't feel like a finale all the time. So it's
2: uh, it's the it's who it's what masters they're trying to serve at the moment, right? Like they've done for years. Uh, Remember the Billy and Chuck wedding was was touted as the season premiere of SmackDown in in '03 or whenever that was. Um, when it's WrestleMania yeah, be, stuff, they'll, they'll they'll say this is the culmination of whatever, and night night after WrestleMania uh, uh, signals signals signifies a new start or fresh start or the superstar shakeup. So it's when they're serving their TV corporate masters they do and will say season. And it'll say it on the guide, the season premiere of Monday Night Raw, you know, it's whatever the first one to go up against football or the first one to go up against uh, 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 Monday primetime, you know, the, the primetime lineups and stuff when they're back, everybody's back and they'll t- tout it. But it, it's you can always tell it's a, if it's a USA thing, it's because it's a September uh, premiere. And they never do finales in April or May as far as like You're USA right. or USA. Like, or whatever they would go. It's always the premiere that they that they tout because they, even though of, I, wait, right look, I saw a new episode last week. How is this a premiere? But yeah,
4: no, yeah, that's one of the best questions yeah, no, we've like, ever gotten on this show. So like, thank you. Um, what it? I would say, it, my, it just like oh, Travis I said. Oh, you got it. Yeah, just like Travis said, it does depend on which master they're serving. For me personally, I would say. It, it it's changed, but it's either after Backlash or Extreme Rules from an actual story standpoint, because sometimes Backlash is the culmination of WrestleMania season, because a lot of times they'll run that match back. Um, and depending on where it's positioned, if it's like a brand split, then you'll have Extreme Rules, which is kind of the final WrestleMania blow-off. So typically, that's where I position the season premiere because that's when the storylines actually switch over to new thing.
6: So, so would that Ron Smackdown be the season finale? I mean, Ron Smackdown before be the season finale or, or you count WrestleMania as the season finale and then just that the episodes between that is just like a great
4: period. No, it would be, I would, I would still say the season's running, but I'd say it's more like an epilogue than anything else. Um, because okay. it's like the, the book's not closed. So I would say, like, the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown after maybe not Backlash this year but the following pay-per-view, um, I'd say that's about where I'd place it for most things. Um, WrestleMania's, WrestleMania sometimes is, is the end of it, but it's typically that month, month and a half after that where I'd say it finally so, took the shot.
2: So we're coming up on the finale. So would, would you then call – The you know the summer months then before the premiere in September.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that that would be
2: uh mid season pickups. I don't don't know.
4: Yeah. Exactly. That's like uh when they do the uh like when they were doing the X Men DVDs, you can get X Men one point five is how they tout it because it have all this. Yeah, uh, I hate
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) I've got the um the expanse on audiobook rich sent me like pretty much the whole series like 12 books and a lot of them are one point fives, and it's like or you know 0.5s and stuff between the major books and it's like i <laughs> you know, i don't know i'm just a super like everything's in order and i know it's in order 1, 1. 1.5 uh but like just i just stories and adding this Stuff, but I don't know. That's just me. But yeah, anything else for us, uh, LaMarcus Before we get out of here. That's just one more thing. I know it's a
6: lot, but okay. it's my first time calling,
1: so. Ah, oh, you good? But
6: um. I know it hasn't happened lately, but I know that there's a point where Charlotte is getting a lot of black, like people call her uh what, Lil Lil Rick or Lil Flair or something like that or saying that she like pretty much copying her dad and stuff like that. My thing with that is like Charlotte's dad is one of the most famous wrestlers in the world. Shouldn't she not copy her dad? I mean, if the rock daughter was a wrestler, you would expect her to like so or not copy but like take some things from him. Yeah. It's like it's just pretty much like any wrestler that's trained any other wrestler that wrestler's going to pick up things from his trainer. Like, I think even Randy Orton and Triple H, their knee drops, don't they get that from Ric Flair when they think with him from evolution? Like, I mean, they have a different yeah, variation of, of the leg. I mean, of the, uh, not the leg drop, the knee drop. Oh, wait,
1: yeah, like, but no. it's, it's more of a, they didn't
2: do a Ric Flair persona. They didn't woo and, and strut. Right. Maybe, like, to I'm sure at times they, they did, like, to celebrate and stuff. But, you know, she's, but but they're also not his children. Yeah,
6: that's what I'm say That's his daughter. So I, I, it'd be different. if It was like his son, like one of his sons, because like I mean, right? I mean, like nobody's mad at Natalia and, for
2: wearing pink and black,
6: and and, and right. having a technical wrestling style
2: and using the sharpshooter. And,
6: and plus, and I, mean, plus he's he's I feel Charlotte does enough things that are different than Rick That is, she, she yeah. still she still stands out. Yeah, right. Geez. What a what a <laughs> platform. What a what a base to have.
2: Um. You know, as far as gimmicks gimmicks goes, and as a and as a woman, it's not if 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 if, uh, David Flair was better than he was, wrestled better, had a better promo, and just became more of a star, that would be like no 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 don't put on a robe, don't woo, (laughs) no. But because she's a woman, it's it's a little more novel to go. Oh, why, why? And I think that's again why it works for 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 Natalia. Like we would never see Cody Cody uh Hall. Maybe he's done it already and I just haven't seen him. But you know, flick a toothpick and do the machismo yeah. stuff, like it just <laughs> wouldn't right. like no
4: no no. And Cody Hall is white. Like I know Scott Hall's white, but Cody Hall is white. Like he can't he can't do <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He
1: can't even pretend.
4: You know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah, he was <laughs>
2: Well shit, Akeem no. was or or fucking one man gang was white and they was like, you know what, you're African now. But
4: Who's he wasn't being like digging? he wasn't playing Mark Henry's kid. You know what I mean? Like oh. Scott Hall was <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hall was white, but he wasn't white. Like he's you know, yeah. there was he just happened to have those features. Yeah. I think another thing about Charlotte though, like relative to like size wise, she's bigger than Rich Flair. In comparison to her competition. So I think that she can borrow so much from things that he does because her in-ring style is different. Like she's a power wrestler compared to who she's in the ring with in most cases. Yeah. So I think that like her having the figure four, but remixing it and having a robe but remixing it, I think she can Have do the music all those and things.
0: Big. Yeah.
4: yeah. And it's like That's Travis right. said, like her, her being, being Ric Flair Jr. Is a lot different than being the female Ric Flair. Like, it's just, and it's how we interpret yeah. things as a society, but she definitely can borrow things from her dad because, you know, like, I, I know Sasha Banks idolizes Eddie Guerrero, but right. it, there's only, the, the, like, Sasha Banks is one of the most athletic women wrestlers, but Eddie Guerrero is bro? just one of the most athletic wrestlers. Like, you can't emulate the things that he does because they're so hard to do. And I think Charlotte, such yeah. an athlete, the things that she borrows from Ric Flair, she can do enough with her own charisma and physicality to make them her own. Like, it's... Right. Yeah. It's, it's very hard to... And affect. she just
2: looks different doing it because her opponents are, you know, typically two to eight inches shorter than her and, you know, exactly. slimmer and, 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 mm-hmm. and all that. So it looks it looks different.
6: Um... Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. I mean, she's also a great performer. That it's not. I mean, if she sucks, then that'll be different. Like you're trying to be Ric Flair, but do like
1: right. your shit right. And now. also, also you have to
2: remember, <laughs> most of us did, but the majority haven't. But for those that have, and and we're the ones that are that it would matter to the most. She didn't come in as woo got on my robe, my peacock robe and, uh-huh. and oh, yeah. she came in as right. sporty, you know, she was still Charlotte and you know, they they said hey, it's Ric Flair's daughter. But she was, hey, I'm a former volleyball player and I'm learning how to wrestle, you know, kinda, you know, not a t- tied down persona. And she grew into into becoming the nature girl. You know. <laughs> right. Cool man, good stuff. Don't be a stranger.
4: I appreciate it, man. Drive safe. Yeah, definitely. No
2: problem. Yeah. Try. That was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. <laughs> that was uh, Lamarcus from Mississippi and DC. So uh, let's, uh, you know, what, let's hit up one of these non-VIP emails. Jabron uh, from Vegas. He chimes in. Uh, What up, fellas? I have two questions for y'all this week. I don't understand what the big deal... I don't understand what is the big deal about Kurt Angle posting pictures of the dinner they had the night before the greatest Royal Rumble. I read and heard so many people mad about the pictures coming out, saying that they're killing the business because you see wrestlers that are are feuding right now, sitting next to each other, having a good time. Uh, I've seen... I've, I've even seen... Some people saying that it killed their excitement for the greatest Royal (laughs) Rumble. Shut up! No, it didn't.
4: No, if that's what killed Uh, your excitement, you're trash. (laughs) If that's that's what killed your excitement excitement level, you're actually trash. (laughs) You're you're a Uh, you're a double standard. Like I'm not. I'm done. I'm going out of my way not to have like super strong opinions about how about people watching this show and I still think you can watch whatever you want to watch and your morals don't have to line up with mine, but if, if this is what turns you off to the show, you're garbage as a person, as a human, you're trash. And this is me saying that. You're a horrible piece of garbage. My God. I would, just, I okay. would
2: love to see that, thought, that process play out. Like this is the, the week problem. or two before, like seeing them react when it b- gets brought up about the, you know, the women issue, the cultural differences, and blah blah blah, and then, you know, the next, you know, uh, uh, and then and then juxtapose that when they when they find out or when they see their own Instagram flipping through or on Kurt Angle's Twitter, and they and they no, see it. Braun Strowman no, like, sitting next to whatever, and just
4: if see they them. they had what you, you saw <laughs> that. Shah Khan wants to have the Super Bowl in London, right? The Jags owner? Okay. Like, I'm, hear, oh, my point but... is this. If the two Super Bowl teams had, were playing the Super Bowl in London and the Queen invited the two teams to a huge dinner, both teams would show up no problem. It wouldn't be I'm so into this game that I don't want to be in the same room as the other team. Like, that's stupid. If, if that's the problem, like, I thought he was going to say the problem is all these white men sitting around this dinner table laughing while the women and, you know, are, are, are at home. Like, I thought that was going to be the problem with this. Yeah. The yeah. problem is that and you're sitting in a room with your opponent?
2: Yeah. That's so stupid. Next stu- to him. Eating they, they're own, in the ring
4: together. They do contract was, signings together.
2: Alimari, like, no.
4: it's understood that they're backstage at the same time. That is so stupid.
2: Right, we always hear catering. Like you don't think people run into each other when they're getting like.
4: Nah, I'm know, not going to go get a sandwich, dog. Dude, I'm wrestling this out there tonight. Come on.
2: Listen, um, the ver- the tape, the 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 clip I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw Kurt Angle in it. So I'm pretty sure I saw a WWE version. Like oh, it was on their Instagram or, or Twitter or something. So I didn't see Kurt Angle from Kurt Angle's point of view, whatever um um Gibran saying he saw people mad at. I saw the w w e one so uh it wasn't from anybody it was probably a regular cameraman or an intern shooting that shot you know um and you saw everybody or you know as much people, many people that was that were sitting there and in the shot um i didn't and at the moment and in real time, I didn't think. People are going to complain about this because it was just nothing egregious. I don't know. I don't get like,
4: people. What you supposed to do? Like, is it's the host of your event? Like, I, I feel like boxers would do this. I feel like yeah. MMA guys would do this. Like, it's who's hosting you in another country. Like, you don't, you can't move around freely there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just go down the block.
2: Excuse and, me, Prince like, uh, King. I, refu- I listen. I appreciate and he's going grovel like Cena. It's an honor to be here and blah blah blah. But I, I, at the risk of an international inc- causing an international incident, Prince Abdullah uh, Muhammad, uh, I can't sit next to this son of a bitch.
4: Did you
1: see what he did to me on Raw last week?
4: Like, oh, No, that's not even. I, I don't even. <laughs> I, you like you having a problem with Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman like? being at Disney World together, okay, like, I understand it. Yeah. I, I don't feel the totally. same, but, but I, I, did. I do understand did. it. But I kind of did. Like, you're, he flipped. It was like, like, you're, a little, you're like literally, literally a week after he flipped them over in an ambulance or, or some shit, yeah. threw him off a of fucking Empire Royal State Building. And, and then they I got
2: Mickey hats on. Like, wait, just don't put this out there. That's all. I'm like,
4: you can't not and have... Just, I
2: mean, I'm not saying don't have fun and hang out and enjoy your friendship, but...
4: You're hey, under, I ain't you work see for the it. same company Even storyline wise You're a part of the same brand Like You gotta put on do, do you people have jobs Like seriously I be in meetings all the time with people I don't like yeah. Like Excuse me, I gotta supervisor. go Like you know how so trash to like general to assembly is You in there with the girl who cussed you out On the phone yesterday but you gotta be there Like I, Can you keep reading the email please
2: but but your jobs aren't to beat each other up. How you know? <laughs> you get them, them TPS reports and the memos, and, and they sign off on the underwriting and, you know, that kind of stuff.
4: It's beefing the, the hallway. But, like, you're not – but, again, like, you're – that's like asking why wrestlers don't beat each other up uh, on Wednesdays and Thursdays when they're not on TV. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense.
1: Like, why don't we, we have, hear have to airport, be in the same uh, place. Um, you,
2: why isn't why isn't who Luger and Arn who got to sit in the scissors fight? Like, why don't we hear that more
4: he often? Said. Yeah, like
2: yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to. And again,
4: yeah. it's not an event in like Kansas where one guy can go to I don't know, one guy can go eat at Rudy's and the other can go to Burger King. You just can't move around in Saudi Arabia like that. Like, and you're not gonna turn down the print. Can you keep reading the email, please?
2: I don't understand what the... uh, 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 What I don't understand is that they have ride-along on the network that shows the same thing. The wrestler's not in character having a good time. I don't understand what the hell people are so upset about. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we've talked enough through that. Uh, If y'all had to guess, who do y'all think would be the next John Cena to carry the country based off the roster... to carry the company based off the roster that we have at this time? We had a similar question like pretty recently. And I'm going to just go with what I said earlier. I'm going to just Braun like, Strowman.
4: And, yeah, like, and, and I know be, there's
2: reasons that he can't be the John Cena mm. type, but I'm just going to no,
4: because... Here's the thing. I yeah. Even with my reasons, I have to agree with your point because there's just a certain amount of boxes you got to check off. Like, I, I don't know if we can say, like, like if I let me say, a lot of people who are um, going to be guests on my show, who they choose as the best wrestler right now is Seth Rollins, right? The thing is, to be the next John Cena, you got to remember, John Cena was, what, around a year and a half, two years before he was main event in WrestleMania, and then took off from there. Like, Seth Rollins has been around to have... All kinds of different characters and relationships and titles and storylines. So, like, I can't say Seth Rollins is the next John Cena because they would have pulled the trigger on him. Like, Daniel Bryan has already been around a long time. Like, to be the next John Cena, to be the next guy, it has to be a two or three year window where you've been in the company and then you take off. Like, I think Braun is the only person who fits the bill with that. Like, everybody else could, who's been in the could
1: Maybe, so long.
4: maybe
2: argued like a Drew McIntyre.
4: Yeah. Because like it's his gotta, second time like around. You're he's technically a new a character.
2: Yeah. Fan, you could say, hey, yeah, within a year, mean, McIntyre, you know, whatever. Or or any, like, person that's just been around that hasn't been around for,
4: I don't know, like, know, Ricochet, Velveteen dream. Like, I don't years, know. Like, I, I, I can't say anybody on the main roster because I just don't think that, like, that's their trajectory based on how long they've like, been around. Like, would be, be the
2: closest. getting the John Cena push.
4: Yeah, Aleister Black. Like, Johnny Gargano. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, get it can't be Joe because Joe's, you know, if Joe ain't 40, he's touching 40. Like, right. uh, it, it's not Ambrose. Like, like uh, for however people think they treat Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, these guys have been champions, and they've invented a whole bunch of shows, you know? I think and, they're both
2: Grand Slam champions or close to it. Yeah.
4: Like, like is been the Shield, a everybody time. in
2: the Shield a Grand Slam champion? Like, is, is that a – If they're not a
4: Grand Slam champion, they've at least been – they're like the uh,
2: traditional Grand Slam champions. Yeah,
4: they're, they're world title, <laughs> secondary title, tag title, all mm-hmm. of them are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I, I like. In fairness, to say the next John Cena, we have to respect like his trajectory. Like, what Rock and Austin were only around two, maybe three years in that company before they were world champions and were off and running. You know, like. Triple H took a way longer time than those guys, and we don't look at him the same we look at as John Cena. We look at him as a, a main eventer, but a legacy guy in a different way than John Cena is. Like, I I don't know. I don't think that's where Alistair Black is headed. Like, Bobby Roode was too long in the tooth, even with the good work he did in NXT. Like, yeah, Travis, I'd say Drew McIntyre is closer than anybody who's not Braun Strowman, but I'd have to say one of those two because – everybody else that they have in the main event right now either made their bones somewhere else or has been around way too long to become hot out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, Eddie did it
2: and Brian in a sort of, but that, I think those, those are just.
4: But that's still not Cena. <laughs> not that, only were they phenomenal workers. Main event. That's more like Triple H. Not only you know are they I'm phenomenal saying.
2: workers, they're, they both have, you know, outsized personalities in different in different ways, obviously from each other. But it's it's one of those things where it's like people. I don't know if people saw this finally saw them in a different light, or you know, it was different. Certainly, you know, you could point to the 18 second match with Sheamus that like was the spark. You mm-hmm. know, even though even though the, the thing had been getting struck because you guys told that was that was that in Miami the 18 seconds.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: The yes, yes thing was already taken off. Like b- the, before the the match, you, t- you you know you would hear reports of people chanting yes, yes all through the uh, citrus bowl and stuff. And that was just a, the 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 the, the indig- indignity of it all. It was the spark of. Wait a second. This guy that we're that you clearly see that we're organically getting behind, you're going to do him like this? I'm just going to cheer harder and harder now. And and, and with Eddie, I don't even know what, what can you point to with Eddie. Was it the tag team with Los Guerreros, those sketches, uh, those skits of, you know, stealing stuff from babies and, <laughs> you
0: know.
2: I don't know what it is, but he had been around. And known for a decade by you know three four for sure, and uh, and then and, and he took off. So again, tip it, they'll But they're not the they're the exception. Brian and uh, and, and Eddie, they're definitely not the rule, because the rule typically is you show up and within two years you're you're at the top or very close to it. I mean Hulk Hogan came in and you know first night in. Not, you know, he'd been there before, but beats Iron Sheik, and then we're off and running. He's champion for the next nine years, basically. So, all right. Uh, What's your time looking like? Cam dropped off. Oh, there he is. What's your uh, your time looking like, Cam?
4: I was sitting there like, look at the phone, look at the phone, look at the phone, uh, and fifteen twenty minutes.
0: Okay.
2: So let's, uh, let's get one of these other non-VIP emails in, and then we take one more call. Uh, Jay he chimes in. Travis and Cam and Rich, I was listening to Wade Keller talk about the Rumble show in Saudi Arabia, and one thing I didn't know until then was the WWE signed a 10-year deal to do shows there. Uh, that makes my feelings about the company much worse. Uh, one payday I can overlook, but a decade, nah. Plus, I truly hated how they had Sammy say he had vertigo, and that's why he didn't go. Just fucking make something up. It's pro wrestling. Well, Jay, they they did. <laughs> that's what they. That's exactly what they did. It was stupid. Um, uh, I I guess It's fine. You know, um, I. You know what? Vertigo
4: was great though. <laughs> hmm. Vertigo was great because the hypocrisy was dizzying. Vertigo ah. as had a choice. But I I think they knew what they were doing when they said that.
2: I no way. No, come on, Cam. No way they're that self aware. And then that self aware, they didn't let the guy go deliver the line.
4: Well, I think that, like, and when I say self aware, I really feel like he might have been in on that meeting. Because I, I think he's clever. I think he might have been. Sammy Dane? On, hey, sure. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, uh, we want to say you were sick. What should we say? Hey,
2: i go. Okay. I definitely could go. I would go. I would believe that. Yeah. Um. So he says, yeah, one payday he can he can accept, and he didn't like the Sammy Vertigo thing. A lot of fans already know about his charity work in Syria and his family background. So why get cute? Because that's the only thing you can do in that situation is be cute and say he had a stomach ache or vertigo and he didn't wasn't able to make it. Because you're not going to point that out. You're not going to be like, yeah, we were in this, you know, authoritarian land, and they don't really fuck with people who look or have a certain last name or, you know, a certain lineage or certain genitalia, you know what I mean, whatever it is. They don't, they want to avoid all that shit. I assume you saw the show. I'm I'm assuming, Jay, you might not have. Um, But apparently it was just one big, like, five-hour propaganda thing, because it's obvious what the... End game is for Saudi Arabia. Like the end game for WWE is to make a shit ton of money, you know. And if that two hundred million dollar thing number is is right, um, I actually think that's low because I thought they should get. They were probably going to get fifty million for one show. So to do two hundred million for ten years, that's bullshit. You had to ante up half a bill just to get me uh, to sign a, a decades-long contract or, or decades-long principal. That I think that we're going to be coming out here for the next ten years. Um, so it's it's clear that they're that they're using WWE and their image is Americana and you know blah 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 to go. Hey, look, we're we're there. we've got big time places holding their holding major good-looking, gorgeous shows here. Come to Jetta, see what all the fuss is about. And that's all it was. It was just a five-hour tourist thing. And I'm not even saying that in in and of itself, by itself, is is bad or, or, or negative or nefarious. I mean, that's what you would do if you're like, hey, how do we get people to come to our town or come to our you know, part of the world, well, I don't know, let's uh, get this musician or get this actor, you know, whoever gets to to Roy to come out and do a damn magic show that'll get people talking or, you know, whatever. And WWE is, is that thing. It's just, uh, are they getting, you know, used, you know, to what level? Because, of course, they are. I mean, that's just inherent... Uh, but to what level are they normalizing, you know, this radical kind of, you know, whatever you want to think about Saudi Arabia or, or you know, are they, or are they really doing positive stuff? Is that bullshit well, Triple H said in that independent article uh an interview from a few weeks ago, you know, are they really trying to affect change? Because if they're, you know, if that's the goal, then it could work out positive for everybody. You know, Saudi Arabia gets there. PR WWE gets their money, and you know they showed those interviews. Those interviews they showed on on during the Great American Great America, the Greatest Royal Rumble that that they showed on Raw that that does mean something. You got those women and those girls that have that you know those little girls that are just super excited to be there, and the women like that one woman that was like, "This is Gris is a great first step, and I really hope that there's more of this." Because she knows if there's more attention and, and stuff in in Jeddah and in Saudi as a whole, you know, it's just like in, in the Olympics in 1936 in Germany. Like, I, 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 we can't, like, take all the no-Jews-allowed signs down because the, Olympics, cause the world is going to be at our doorstep. And, and and not at our doorstep, but coming in and ha- hanging out for the next two weeks to a month. I don't know how it was in the 30s, but... You know, we can't be looking like scumbags on the world stage. And, yeah, but as soon as they left, obviously, what happened. But, you know, Saudi Arabia, they're, you know, want to change their image, change their PR. Um, he continues, Jay does. Uh, <clears throat> I won't watch any of the shows from the country unless they allow women to compete. So, good, good on you. Uh, he continues, do you think WWE changing the War Machine's name has anything to do with the MMA fighter who beat his girlfriend, and he's legally changed his name to that before he got locked up? Um, could be. Could be. Uh, Cam, did did they change War Machine because of uh, Christy Max X, who's of the same I mean,
4: name? I mean, I, I wouldn't – I wouldn't – means as that, I would say similar to how, you know, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay have to be the iconic instead of the, the iconic, iconic duo. It, it's probably a Marvel thing. You know, like... Oh, shit, that's right. It's probably, like, yeah, you know, that's the part of a team that just made a quarter of a billion dollars at the weekend. You know, like, that's mm-hmm. um, probably a Marvel trademark. Right, we'd have to look into okay, it. But yeah. I'd say that be more than a name
7: associated with, like,
4: Paulo Cruz thing I think is an outlier like that's something that's really strange but uh, a name like like war machine i I would think that it being associated with somebody who you know was involved in domestic violence is mm-hmm. on the short list of reasons you know or actually wouldn't be on that short list of reasons not to use that name I think it's more of it, the most likely reason is probably a trademark. The second most likely is that uh, you know we just want this team to have a different name, even though they were popular as War Machine, it wasn't like War Machine wasn't a name like Ricochet was a name or like Adam Cole was a name, you know? Like it. And it what are, see, what's their name
2: now? It's like War Consulate or some shit, right? It's like yeah. But yeah. they didn't soften it. It wasn't because oh no, that's too violent. Because they, yeah. they 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 changed it in, the, but war is still in their name. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, had, had you been keeping up? Just to change topics a little bit, had you been keeping up at post uh, uh, um, Secret Empire last summer with, the, you know, Nick Fury gave uh, Punisher access to the War Machine. War uh,
3: Machine
1: armor? Oh God! Yeah.
2: <laughs> you
3: yeah. Fast. Like, hey, can we
2: we can do some things off the books? And if you you know you still got a knack for killing, right? Well, you know we got this suit. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really kept up with it. It was when it first got introduced. I was like, oh, I'm going to read this. I like, got ah, this. It's going to be super interesting. And I just fell behind so 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 much that 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 never uh, I never picked it up. But I wonder. Definitely wonder
4: how
2: yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and finally from uh, Jay, do you think Marvel will use some al- or alternate dimension or some time travel to undo the end of Infinity War? <clears throat> uh, thanks, guys. Congrats on the new show, Cam. Yeah, and you'll give a good plug for that before you uh, before you head out. Um, you, they got to do something. <laughs>
0: A, you know, everybody got,
4: got turned the curly fries. <laughs> huh? <laughs> they
2: got a whole time zone. Like they better, better do something. Like I, I talk, I was talking to my roommate, and he thinks like I was like Ant Man and Wasp comes out in June or July. What? I can't. My thing for the next year. The thing that I'm most excited about, until he kind of killed it and, and thinks they're going a different direction, is the fallout of this. I need Ant-Man and Wasp. I need the the fallout of of the of Infinity War to be in the background of Mar- of of Ant-Man and Wasp, and whatever else comes out after that, and whatever else comes out before Infinity War two. I don't want it to be, oh, this takes place before Infinity War. Like if they sh- when they show that little asterisk at the beginning of Ant Man and Wasp, I'm gonna so loud in the movie theater. Like what the fuck? I Sorry. need that psychology. I, mean, I need these people to be dealing with the fact that half the universe is gone, half their friends, half their family, half the superhero community. Again, no, too late, spoiler. See
4: they, they, they so, specifically told you that that they couldn't participate, which leads me to believe that, like, you know, it's going to – they're going to – whatever happens with them, it happened at the same time or before. Like, they kind of – like, for them to say that these people couldn't participate in this means that they're off on their own adventures at the same time to me. Like, I I don't – I don't think that – because you
5: change the mood.
4: Like, if they have to deal with the fallout of half the people not being there, I don't think you get a fun, funny heist movie where people are excited to be alive. Like, I don't think yeah. you want to see an Ant-Man and Wasp movie that's not about their relationship, but about them picking up pieces of all the families around them. Like, I think that takes a fun No,
2: out. no, no, no. It's not even, it doesn't even have to be, it could be literally months, you know, this happened in April, and that's July. So this is, they've had three months to deal with the shit. And, that's, that's you know, I'm not saying that, that's enough time to, like, get used to everything, but I just want it to be there. I want it to be a part of the shit going forward. I don't want every movie that comes out between now and Infinity War 2 to be some, oh, this happened beforehand. Like, that's such a cop-out. Like, that's, no. I
4: don't, I don't think I ever tell you your ideas are bad. This idea is bad. Like, you know? you don't want to kill the fun of ant-man like okay oh, yeah.
2: no 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 ant-man you made that's a good point because that's uh number one and then like, the, that they were that they were mentioned saying that they were doing their own thing so timeline wise yeah. and also that well it's kind of a uh, you know it does ant-man has a different tone or you know ant-man did have a different tone what, than most of the know, other uh, so i like i get Captain that Marvel? but
4: is going to be in the There's 90s. Gotta, it's in you the know, 90s, like,
2: so that ain't going to have any kind
4: of... Yeah, I just I don't think they're going to have a lot of movies, like a lot of room to do that. I just feel like, like of course, Black Panther 2 <laughs> ain't going to be... Uh, <laughs> certainly won't be in continuity and to the point where right. it happens in the next, you know, before Avengers yeah, yeah. 4. Like, I, I just don't think they have a lot on the books that, that are going to be able to deal with that. Like, You, can't, you literally can't do a Guardians movie that's impossible Did you
2: see
4: Did you see the the fake
2: And I'm sure it's a bunch of these Going around But did you see the fake uh, This is what's coming out In the next two years Or whatever And it was like yes. Nova Nova Cru- <laughs> I was like
4: Yeah That
2: was the dead ass giveaway mm-hmm. Like they ain't making No
4: Nova nobody, nobody movie They could have said Nova Four before. years ago
2: Six years ago They ain't making No Guardians movies But They yes. ain't making No Nova movie
4: Come on uh, <laughs> No they are not so, That's not gonna
2: Alright <laughs> <clears throat> and I fuck with Nova, especially young Nova from the Champions. I, I, I yeah, but they
8: don't...
4: To... Like in, in their universe, Nova's like, you know... Nova's just the police. They're the police. They didn't even have a specific Nova yet. And no way that's yeah. coming out in conjunction with Captain Marvel. Just because of certain similarities between those. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to have enough to happen between those two times to really... Yeah, and, I'm not right. at
2: looking at a list, so all I know is Ant-Man and and the Wasp coming yeah. out of
4: the eye. Yeah, I think just what will be interesting is if you know at the end of Ant-Man and Wasp, they're like sitting there cracking a beer after they have just saved whatever you know tiny fisherman they been fighting on, and yeah. <laughs> Ant-Man or, or Wasp looks to her right and Paul Rudd's falling apart in their dog. Uh, no no, apart. no, no. Oh, it would be worse if it's the,
2: the the funny uh Puerto Rican dude with the mustache. Well that no. yeah. I love
4: him. And T I falls apart. And but T.I.'s I's hat is still there at the end hanging off his head. Be great. <laughs> Um but yeah. Um I actually do have to run. We can talk about other right. stuff at another point. But um yeah, have yeah. a good rest of the show man. I'll catch up with you.
2: Definitely Uh let's um Bring on, uh, let's head up to Newark and uh, talk to Kylan for a little bit. Uh, Kylan, what's going wow. on, man?
3: Not much, Travis. How are you doing this week?
2: Doing okay. What's uh, what's on your mind?
3: First off, I, for- I forgot to mention this last week, but I will be at backlash on sunday
2: where oh backlash is that in uh, is it in Newark? Yep. Okay, cool. The
3: the arena is about 15 minutes from here, so not a not a long drive. But right, so you in, this, in bigger news, someone that you've mentioned to me that you would really like to see in a WWE ring signed a deal recently, and of course, Ooh. I am I am referring to Keith Lee.
2: Nice. Shut up, girl. That's cool. Um, When is he, like, usually when that happens, they'll say he canceled his bookings after, what is it, it's May, so he canceled all his bookings after July. So, so that'll indicate, well, he'll do everything uh, up until uh, what? the middle of July or uh, whatever, uh, and then, yeah.
3: I believe you are actually on target with that.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah. So so that pr- you probably be the some in that summer class in that in that August. Don't they usually do like a August or September um, you know, class or whatever.
3: What Va- Va- what Walter, Walter the, the German the German wrestler that Rich has referred to from time to time mm-hmm. may al- may also be signing, but inter- international deals take longer due to the whole visa process and all of that stuff. So, of hmm, never seen.
2: Walter. I've heard Rich say, say his name a few times. Um, we're the Mac, man. Damn. Speaking of Germans, he ain't never making back after the Cruiserweight classic. The Mac.
0: So, yeah. Anyway, all right, so uh
2: it's cool on the Keith Lee News. That's uh something worth so I'd assume he signs in May He shows up at the end of the summer, middle of the summer, July. He's in that September class. He's probably on that Survivor Series takeover. He's on that. He's going to be on that. Yeah. I mean, I could only imagine. Like, why not? Like, he'll probably be on TV all through October. If I had to guess, that'll probably be his... TV debut. Oh. Hmm. I'm excited. He's a guy I'm genuinely uh you know, not a not a ton of guys on the indies cuz I just don't pay attention, but when I do, you know, he's definitely one that I, that I look forward to seeing. So, awesome.
3: Uh, another thing I, I forgot to mention, uh, three weeks ago when I gave the question about network programming is apparently we are going to get the second annual May Young Classic at the end of the summer.
2: Okay. that's cool. Um maybe that's why cuz there's been a few and they're mostly international so that's kind of been the easy excuse or easy kind of rationale why we haven't seen them. Like Kavita de V even though we did get to see her in the uh in um Didn't she show up in the Women's Rumble in January?
3: Yep, she showed sure yeah. did.
2: But but the other two that I'm just really surprised is uh, Jazzy Gabbert and and the Irish the Scottish chick who's who uh, the fat Scottish chick I can't remember her name. Um, mainly because and I picked those three because you know this women's evolution they want to have different. Body types, you don't get no different than Kavita DeVee, uh Scottish one I can't remember, whose name I can't remember, and Jazzy Cavern. Those are, you know, very three different body types that are very unique body types, especially in WWE world. I,
3: th- I think you were referring to Piper Niven.
2: Uh, That's what I'm talking
0: about. That's exactly what and, I'm talking about.
3: We didn't we didn't see Jazzy Gabbert because she she um uh, some some kind of break or fracture in her neck, and she had to have some serious neck surgery, and they rescinded her contract offer. Because they were worried about the health of her neck.
2: Hmm. That sucks. Um, last I heard of her was a f- was when Corey Graves, when Corey Graves dyed his hair blonde, um, you know, a couple months back, and he was uh, he he tweeted out or WWE tweeted out a picture of him and and it was he was in super casual clothes, like a, a tank top and. You know, whatever. So you saw like his ink and he had that new hairdo. (laughs) And somebody was like, I'm glad to see Jazzy Gabbard, you know, know, back, you know, in the, you know, just in and around WWE or something. And she like retweeted that and was like, and was super cool about it. Like, you (laughs) think, wait, you think that's me? You know, like Corey Graves is way skinnier than me or, you know, whatever. She like took it in stride, but. Damn, that's uh, that's too bad. So, anyway, what's your uh, your question
3: for the week? Um, question number one is in regards to WWE's TV deal with Raw and SmackDown's ratings going back down recently, should we still expect WWE to receive that sizable bump that we've been hearing they might receive, or do you think they will receive a relatively meager bump to either remain with NBC Universal and USA Network or go to Fox or another television outlet.
2: Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like Fox is either in the running anymore or wants them or you're going to focus on UFC. I don't. I just. It, that story's kind of. Uh, kind of dried up, Uh, so I've always, for at least the last few weeks or months now, just kind of assumed, uh, once the Fox stuff kind of dried up, like, well, you know, they're going to stick around at USA, and USA is going to, like, USA doesn't want to lose Raw or SmackDown. Because if USA loses Raw or SmackDown, USA immediately becomes the fourth most watched cable, you know, network after TNT and, you know, I'm pretty sure Nickelodeon still pretty pretty up there, but, you know, TNT and uh, is, is ESPN are the main are the main cable, you know, when you look at the cable ratings, it's usually those two networks that are putting up the biggest cable ratings with games and our dramas and and movies. TNT does, you know, will show Avengers or Captain America or something 800 times in a weekend. Um, but I don't think they're going to break the bank. We already we saw what their deal was, you know, three, four years ago. They gave them, you know... Two hundred million dollars or whatever they might get. So if I had to go with one of your options, a meager bump, but a, but a, but it'll be a bump. It'll be a it'll be more, and it's and that's and that's and that's WWE's with their ratings going down. So they're becoming more valuable. So it's just like imagine if people were actually watching in numbers of like five years ago, they'd be so valuable if they could get consistently. Four million people to watch their show, but they can't. They can only get two and a half million people to watch the third hour. Two point seven million on a on a on a week where it doesn't <clears throat> drop super super, you know, doesn't dip a ton for that third hour raw. Their best bet would be the to, to USA. They say, hey, we want give us the same money you gave us. You know, three years ago, four years ago, maybe with the increased like inflation or whatever. So if they got two ten last time, you know, Two twenty five. But you drop that first hour, man. They got to drop that, or, or or actually the third, because I say keep it at eight o'clock Eastern. No way I would. I want Raw to go back to nine to eleven Eastern. So if they were going to stick with two hours, yeah, just have Raw we'll go off at ten, and uh, still get the same money. But I don't know if USA is going to go for this. It's tough to go backwards. It's tough to be like, yeah, we were paying this amount for, then we're going to, for this. Now we're going to pay the same amount for for less content. But I think that third hour is one of the reasons. This that last uh, deal was one of the reasons why the ratings are the way they are.
3: Three Well
2: well,
3: well maybe maybe they maybe they'll attempt to circumvent that by saying please give us NXT or please give us some kind of weekend show so can't like uh,
2: to do that. N X T is already offered on Hulu, which I think is Kind of ridiculous, but whatever. Probably deals were in place, and you know, when when with Hulu and stuff, when when they created the WWE Network, and whatever. I don't want to get, I don't, I don't know. I can't get too far into it because I, I I don't know. But I I think that's a bad idea. I think they need to get NXT off of Hulu as soon as possible. Sorry, Hulu people that watch NXT on Hulu, but you got to buy the network. It's got to whoo. You got to incentivize people to get that network. And if uh, and if uh, WWE Network is the only uh, place to see it, then you know make people get the network. Uh, so no, I would not put NXT on USA for more reasons that you know, not just because of that, but <laughs> that means Vince gets uh, and Kevin Dunn and those types get their hands on it and mm, mm, screw that.
3: And and my second question is in regards to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. is Big Cass a decent starting point for him to pick up where he left off and potentially jump back into a top? Three or four baby face position, or would you have had him go into a a few with a different opponent because Big Cass hasn't had very much singles experience at this point. No, I,
2: I i put him with i put him with Cass because for one reason because he you know. Who, who, who do you learn from? Who's better to learn from and learn under than, you know, Brian?
3: Um,
2: and yes, I think it's a good, good, good jump-off point for 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 Brian. Brian's first real money feud is going to be with Miz. That's probably going to be at Summerslam, but they've got to get there, and they've got to, you know, get that thing sizzling again. Um, and in the meantime, if, if Brian is putting over uh, Cass, and I mean putting over, and just by being in a program with him, I don't, I'm not saying Brian's laying down for Cass, uh, especially clean. You know, if Miz cost Brian his match of backlash. That is absolutely fine because it's going to be building back up to that to that match. So. That's cool. I, I have no idea the issue with that. Cause Cass cast and win. That's kind of what you do. It's that's that's what I expect them to do, actually. Um, but yeah, I think the cast views. I think the cast matchup is a is a is a good one on paper. When you when I first one, like like when he walked up to him and was like, "You're with all the fusses," but when Cass cut that promo last week and 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 attacked Brian, and I was like, "Oh, this is a." Uh, This is cool, this works So Yeah So uh, yeah, appreciate you Colin Uh, Appreciate the call as always Uh, Let's uh, head to I don't know where 516 is I'm thinking California Uh, uh, 516, who's this? Where are you from?
8: Travis, it's Frank from Farmingdale, New York How you doing my friend?
2: Frank, the other side of California. Uh,
8: what's happening, my My guy. Yeah, hey, you were close. California, New York, what's the difference, right? It's only, uh, what, about 2,300 miles? Yeah, close enough, right?
2: <laughs> so, yeah, what's
8: on your mind? Um, I just want to touch on Roman Reigns for a second, Travis. Um, It's gotten to a point for me where it's almost toxic watching him on TV, you know? I mean, you and I have talked about it, and I called you in Cameron, you know, we've discussed it a couple of times on this show. Um, It's not even enjoyable watching him, you know what I mean? And I think we've gotten to a point where we have to get him off TV. You know, Bruce Mitchell talked about this, and initially I was like, you know what, let's maybe try to turn a heel, let's maybe try to refine his promos a little bit, you know, let's try to do something to improve you know, what he's doing, and I don't even know if that's the solution. So I know this isn't going to happen, but, you know, this is a podcast, and I can kind of fantasy book with you, but we're at a point where I think we need to get him off television for a while and bring him back with ambos, okay? I know that doesn't solve the problem, you know, because the idea is to get him over as an effective singles wrestler, but if that's not going to happen, Just get away from him for a while, take an injury, do whatever you have to do, and then bring him back in a situation where I think people will accept him. You know, it's probably not the best thing, but at least people will accept him with Ambrose, or if you even want to put the shield together. I mean, if you think about it, you know, WWE did put the shield back together in September, so they obviously thought that was a good idea. So... Basically, right. with all those talking points, Travis, where you know, where do you think I lie with with um, with those uh, issues? I mean, you're you're not
2: off when you say it's uh, you know it's it's toxic and it's not you know as far as roaming goes and it's it's not getting any better. Um, the fact that it wasn't, you didn't hear, I didn't hear about an overwhelming positive response, crowd response from the Saudi crowd. You know that's that's not good. I mean, when they're just like, nope, we we we're not uh, we're not just going to be the lemmings and, and cheer because you put up the applause and sign. No, so, you
8: know, I mean, they've
2: got I mean, work to do. Enough. I don't know if, if the answer is sending him home because he's just going to be like one of your most high your highest paid bench player. I mean, it's just. But keeping keeping him on TV, like, what's that doing? Like, would you, well, you know, could you sacrifice six months? Like, if he didn't, if he was gone until the Royal Rumble, could you imagine the pop he would get when he came out for the Rumble? Yeah. And I if mean, they never said anything, if they just didn't go, no, Roman's on a sabbatical or Roman, he just stopped showing up. And they just didn't talk about it. And it just became the number one issue until it stopped. Because they stopped talking about it and they won't talk about it. WWE doesn't issue, won't issue any, any updates on Roman and Roman staying off social media. It's impossible. They're not going to do it. But that would be, like, the only way. Just keep him off TV until January. And then he shows up and have him win the damn thing. Have him win the Rumble and go on and take on uh, whoever's the universal champion or WWE champion, whichever. I think that's the only way to do it. And every year you don't, it gets worse.
8: Well, you know, and and I said this. I said, and I said this to you when when I called you guys a couple of weeks ago, okay, the push for Roman Reigns in the run-up to WrestleMania was bad, okay? I think not having him win the universal championship was actually worse. Because I'm at a point now, just get the goddamn thing over with, okay? Have him win the fucking title already, and let's just
4: move forward.
8: I mean, I would have been better, you know, because if I may for a second rewind back to three years ago when he faced Brock Lesnar at um, San Jose, when he faced him at that WrestleMania, okay? You almost would have been better off having him win the title then, and then let Seth Rollins cash in the briefcase at the end of the match. At least we would have gotten Roman beating Brock out of the way. It would have gotten done. Seth could have cashed in the briefcase, and then we could have figured it out from there. You know, we could have moved forward, have a rivalry between, these, you know, between those two, however you want to play it. Now you've delayed it. Here we are three years later, okay? You have this big buildup. You know, he wins the Elimination Chamber match, with which, by the way, Braun Strowman has a big showing, but, you know, that's besides the point, okay? And then you don't have to win the title. And then you don't have to win in Saudi Arabia. So what are we doing? Where are we going? You know? And it's just, it's frustrating at this point. And then they don't even talk of Braun winning the Greatest Royal Rumble, okay? You know, so... You know, what's up with that? you got Seth Rollins who's being cheered. I mean, I can hear it from Montreal, okay? So, I'm sorry, Travis, I'm, ra- I'm, I'm rambling, but it's just an incredibly high level of frustration that, you know, no, this point. I've, I've, Especially...
2: I've, I've, I love Todd Martin's tweet from Monday night where he says, Montreal oh. has a great sense of who to cheer and who to boo. <laughs> Because it basically oh, just,
0: Travis, you know, lined Travis. up with everybody.
2: Todd Martin thinks should be baby heel, who should be babyface, and he's right, mostly right, if not all right.
4: Um, it's gospel, but, Travis.
8: It's a hundred percent right because yeah. you have, especially a talent roster this deep. Okay, you have Samoa Joe. Coming out, who basically smoked Roman Reigns like a slab of ribs. Okay, I'd almost say make him the top baby face because people want to cheer him. You got everybody in the arena chanting "Joe, Joe, Joe." Okay, even my kids, even my kids. You know when they when, when they play his theme music on my phone, they're like "Joe, Joe, Joe." I mean, you have all these people that you know the fans organically want to cheer. And we're still trying to push this schmuck as a babyface, who nobody wants to cheer. And it's not a knock on Roman Reigns the person. It's not a knock on Leate, Joseph and Iwani, the person. He's probably a good guy, but <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, Travis. I'm sorry, and, and I apologize for rambling, but I'm just frustrated after how many years of watching this product and you know, Vince McMahon thick-headedly trying to push this guy as a top back. It makes no sense. I'm sorry.
2: It really doesn't. Um I don't Yeah, I mean at least with John, you know when Cena was getting it was at his most polarizing it it just was it just was different. There was a there was still there was an other side to it. There was the let's there was the Cena sucks, but there was the let's go Cena part, and that was strong, right? Like the people like Cena loved him and, and were loud about it and were proud and he, we gave him shit. But you know Dre and Josh who would call in and email in and stuff. You know grown men Cena fans that were just ain't no Roman Reigns fans and certainly ain't none that are just going to go to bat for him, take all the ridicule. Like no. Like, I've right. said it many times. They say, oh, they're trying to push him as the next John Cena. Like, he ain't no John Cena.
8: Well, Travis, not for nothing, do you want to push anybody as the next John Cena? I mean, no disrespect to John Cena, and I agree with you. At least during John's years, at least he reached – and I talked to you and tra- I, I Cameron about this. At least he reached his fans, and at least he tried – To reach his naysayers, at least he tried, okay. And I appreciated that. I appreciated that during his promos, okay. This guy doesn't give two. This is not safe for work, right? This guy doesn't give two shits.
4: Oh,
8: I'm a man of my word. I said I set out and I did what I was gonna do. I beat Brock Lesnar. No, you didn't. If you're a man of your word, you would have had the Universal Championship and this bullshit would have been over with, and we could have moved on to other things. But you're not.
2: <sighs> <laughs> yep, nope, I know the feeling. So, appreciate uh, you calling in
8: to express yours. <laughs> Travis, thanks, It's always a pleasure talking to you. I'm sorry I missed Cameron, but uh, you guys have a good weekend, all right? Take care, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, man, you too. Uh, Frank from uh, Long Island.
2: Let's uh, keep it moving and talk to 814. 814, who's this?
7: Where are you wow. from? This is Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland.
2: What's your name? Frank, you said?
7: No, Ryan from Cumberland, Maryland.
2: Ryan. Ryan from Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening, Ryan?
7: Uh, Have you called first in before, Ryan? This is your first
2: time.
7: I've been on a few times. You just don't remember. Okay.
2: Me. Yeah, you got to make yourself uh, – uh, you got to, like, do something like, you know, now you got to, like, say something or or do something, like, super uh, super outrageous. So, I'm like, yeah, that's that Ryan from Cumberland, man. Woo!
7: You hear what he said? Well, Ryan? I'm not to say anything uh, too outrageous because I'm banned <laughs> from the Wrestling Observer for 33 days. So, I just don't want to be banned from this. <laughs> what would you do? Who'd you piss off? Uh, I talked about Jerry Jarrett's uh, New Wrestling Federation. I guess i struck that chord with Brian Alvarez.
2: Jerry Jared, Jared is opening up a new federation.
7: All right. Oh, well, uh, actually, it's not even really a wrestling federation. It's sort of like American Idol in that they uh, have these three judges that sort of like critique the wrestlers, and it's Colonel Rob Parker, Jim Cornette, and Barbara Bush who are the judges. And sort of the angle is that uh, Cornette sort of like, what's that?
2: Did you say Barbara Bush?
7: Yeah, B.B., B., if you remember B.B. B. <laughs> yes, B. I remember
3: B.B. B. B. <laughs> Wait, she's, like, still a part of wrestling?
2: Like, I mean, that's Yeah, totally her gimmick is,
7: is that she flirts with all these uh, younger wrestlers in the competition, and If she thinks she's cute. She gets them on to the next round.
2: B.B., B., shit. <laughs> Bubba put her through the table, and I think she was in a couple of, like, Lingerie pillow fights or whatever, but yeah, beyond that, I thought she was <laughs> gone from the industry, but that's cool.
7: It, uh, anyway, Jim Cornette's sort of like the jerk on this show, and Colonel Parker's sort of the uh, southern gentleman that doesn't really say anything bad about anybody and always finds a good thing to say about everybody. And there's a fan that they choose for each match that critiques the match that they pull from the audience, but unfortunately, I wasn't pulled from the audience. I just had to watch from my seat. But do you see this show getting picked up by Fox, by any chance? Or do you think this is a long shot? Because I heard that they're negotiating with the Carry.
2: Oh, I, I no clue. I didn't even know the thing existed. So <laughs> I don't know whose TV they could get on. Who are they?
7: It's actually very interesting.
2: It sounds like it i mean i mean the gimmick of Cornette's the jerk uh uh parker's the the gen- i mean those those things those judge shows have have a formula that 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 uh that works or at least can work, and i definitely it's just that wrestling it's like uh would wrestling fans watch that in enough numbers where it would uh you know where it would matter that they would that they could stay on. And because I don't think non-wrestling, excuse me, non-wrestling fans would would care too much about it. How much is it? How much of it is it outside of like the, the stu- wrestling studio? Uh, you know, because like on, uh, you know, the, the the other talent shows, don't they have like profile stuff where you're doing, uh. you're showing them outside of the arena or outside of the singing competition doing regular stuff, kind of just getting to know him. Like, it would have to be a lot of that, I think, well, to, to get non-wrestling fans to watch. And even regular, even, that I'm not even sure
7: about actual
2: wrestling fans. I didn't but see that it sounds like
7: cool. I, I just don't
2: know beyond. Thing. Like, if this is something on the Internet, like, I could see this being like a popular YouTube channel or or a or popular <coughs> segment uh, uh, on college College humor or something, but <laughs> on TV, that's just a heck of a sell.
7: Yeah, to let you know, the main um, star on this show is Sam Adonis. He's uh, Corey Graves' little brother. He was actually the mm-hmm. main eventer on this uh, show.
2: Now, is he star as in he's trying to? He's a wrestler trying to be, to be judged. You mean?
7: Well. He's the talent that's above everybody else. He's the one that Jim Cornett said, finally, we found a star on the show after all this, wow. So he's going to be the one that sort of breaks out from the pack out of the bunch of wrestlers okay. that's on the show. Okay, have uh, I mean, a second question for you on. Yeah,
2: go ahead.
7: Shinshane Nakamura. Has there ever been a time in wrestling where the uh, main event program has been based upon the heel continually low-blowing, the baby face sort of make him look sort of uh, outsmarted or not bright and that he keeps getting pulled into this low-blow?
2: Now, wait, say that again. Is it the first time we've had – yeah, just say it again.
7: That a uh, main event program has been based upon the baby face getting laid continually by the heel Like I don't recall oh. ever being a feud Where it <laughs> happened so many times You know
2: Well I talked about it briefly I, I mentioned it to Cam earlier the Seth Rollins I was like you remember that first Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match And it was the one where Undertaker interfered and <laughs> Punched Lesnar in the dick And I remember he did that at least twice Maybe three times in the build up to to, to to the to trying to get a rematch from WrestleMania in, in, in 2014. Um, yeah, yeah, that led to Brock passing out in the Hell's Gate and giving him the finger. Yeah, 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 now it's all coming back to me. But, uh, wait, what was the original point? I and talking myself out of remember. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Ryan. <laughs>
7: yeah, I do remember that match, but it's... I just don't no, remember No, 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 What D&D? did
2: you say to even get me on that? I, that's. I want to get back to your point. Well, oh, point the, the low blow. Bad. No, I don't remember. Oh, China, but she wasn't a that was She was, but that was very unusual. She was just a heavy at that point, where she would low blow everybody to lead Triple H's. Triple H winning. Um, but no, this is this is what four weeks in. The, I mean, if you count Mania. The night after Mania, it's like four shows in a row. <laughs> Shot Nakamura strikes again.
7: Okay. got yeah, another question for you. Is Big Tass the shortest seven-foot wrestler that continually brags that he's seven feet, but he's not really seven feet?
2: I don't know. Tess is like six feet. I think I'm pretty sure they tried to get Tess over as a seven-footer at one point. I mean, Kane's. Yeah, I mean, I none of them are 7 foot. Big Show's really the only, like, and Great Khali are the only legit seven-footers. And I guess Andre. But Undertaker, Kane, they're like 6'10". Kevin Nash, mm, barely, 6'11 and a half. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's fine. I mean, it's wrestling. Nobody's checking for... You know, you, yes. Do you see
7: Smackdown, uh SmackDown doing more uh, storylines during the commercial like they did yesterday with Paige making the main event match, even though nobody actually saw or do that? Do you think that's something they're trying to do to get more people to buy tickets to the actual show, or do you think that was just because they didn't have enough time to do that?
2: Mm-hmm. I, I. I. Yeah. Maybe. I didn't. It, it didn't stand out to me. In you know. It didn't jump out to me like, oh, is, are they, you know, trying to sell tickets or? Because or, or, you always think they're always trying to sell tickets, but if they're, but yeah, that, that's a good point though that you make. So I'll have to look out for that. Do you you have normal cable? I assume Ryan.
7: Uh, I have the most expensive satellite package, which runs about $100 a hundred dollars. Mom, that's the second at least the underground when it was on. I never really. Uh, Wait, did you just package. say the most
2: expensive cable package was $100? Like, since when? <laughs> I'm saying like $100 well, I going out that with cable, phone, and internet, so my bad. Yeah.
7: I don't get like HBO and you know, the uh, extras, but okay, I get like but, all but the Okay, But you get the split channels.
2: screen every time SmackDown goes to a break?
7: I do get a split Yeah, so they
2: started doing it. I have I, I have Sling TV. I've just I, I've been meaning to like get a gauge of this the last 3 or 4 weeks since I've noticed they've been doing it on on uh uh, uh uh Sling TV, but they don't do every segment. They do like the opening segment um the opening usually match, I should say not segment, they'll head. So whatever the first match of the night is, They'll um, go to split screen during the commercial break. And then maybe – but then, like, later, the next segment, they don't – the next match day, they don't always do that. So I was just wondering. So on cable, they do every time. So that's interesting. That's interesting that that Sling doesn't. I wonder if they were like, okay, we can do the split screen, but not every time. Advertisers on – you know, I wonder. I'm sure that was some weird corporate decision.
7: Well, I appreciate you taking my call
2: tonight. I appreciate you calling. Don't uh, don't be a stranger. Yeah, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That was uh, Ryan from uh, um, Grandview, Maryland. Someplace in Maryland. Ryan from Maryland. All right, 312, I see. Let's um, do one of these non VIP emails first. Uh, Rashad, he chimes in. Evening, fellas. I'm really looking forward to the backlash show this weekend, mainly for AJ and Shinsuke. At this point, I think it might be okay to allow Shinsuke to win and let AJ hunt for the title throughout the summer with Joe and, and constantly getting in his path. Uh, what do you think? Hmm. Um, I mean, Nakamura's certainly catching on. Oh, the War Vaders? Oh, Wait for the... Yeah, well, Raiders, War Raiders. Yeah, that's it for War Machine. <clears throat> um, I mean, that's not a bad idea. I mean, Shinsuke's really catching on. He's really uh his heel stuff is really going getting over, I think um, so why the hell not i mean you would assume they're gonna be the main event at backlash um since there's no uh universal title match, and uh Joe and Romans just a just a grudge match. And number two from Rashad, what are your thoughts on Kanye's "slavery was a choice" statement? There's absolutely a level of ignorance in the statement, but I also feel it's just a publicity stunt too. Thanks again for taking my email. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Yeah, no, it's fucking stupid. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's it, I didn't have any takes you know on twitter or anything i just let i just saw the memes have been hilarious um but i haven't like eh, it's just not worth you know like needing to put my opinion on it you know, in writing i mean i'll say it here since you asked but it's fucking stupid uh, the the thought that constantly went through my mind is we've got we're soft as fuck right like we're babies. Like, compared to the rest of the world, compared to, like, not even comparing it with, like, just go back 200 years, you know, 1818. 18, you know, slavery still, you know, 50 years from being abolished. <laughs> you know, it's, it's you know, just totally entrenched, generational, just psych the psychological damage is... Is so ingrained in a people. But here we are in 2018, soft as fuck, shitting into clean water, drinking clean water, you know, with a a decent amount of food to eat and clothes to wear and warmth and, and all that, on our fucking phone, you know, with the knowledge of the world in our pockets, talking about. I wouldn't have, you know, we've heard that argument probably since we're kids. I wouldn't have been no slave. but me, I'd have had to master you. Ain't I master? And like, fam, when they rape your fucking baby in front of you and then like tear her in half with like a tractor or something, you'll fucking do your work, or you'll do, or you'll die. I mean, just <laughs> it's like the the level of like cruelty and psychological uh uh warfare that was going on at that time is unthinkable i mean i I didn't i never saw Django unchained but apparently they touched on a lot of that part that you never hear about like the rape part like the the slave masters raping like the men not even like You know, like me, my light-skinned ass. I didn't get light-skinned because I stayed in my fucking family line, stayed in the damn (laughs) out of the sun for generations. No. Somebody got violently raped a long fucking time ago. But the thing, the practice of buck-breaking, where any uppity, you know, fucking uh, rebellious, Man, male slave that was just getting out of his place was fucking chained up and raped in front of his family. That kind of shit. <laughs> that kind of shit. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. Choice. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, just it's it's stupid. It's uh, Cam. I know the podcast over the weekend, and I still haven't listened to. And this was a top one of the main topics, and 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 you're into your question. Fuck yeah, publicity stunt. Publicity stunt, like a son of a bitch. Like, I mean, that should have been your first, <laughs> your first clue. And and I and I wish I would just you could just say, oh, he's just saying dumb shit to, you know, rile up, you know, the masses. And get people talking, and get himself trending, and you know all the things that have happened over the last few days. Um, but I don't—I'm not sure that he's like bullshitting. I don't think it's all just a put on. You know, I think some of this stuff uh, he means and feels. Somebody give Kona Reeves a bump of cocaine before he came out. God damn! Calm down, fam. So yeah, fucking slavery was a choice. Oh, oh, and all it takes I've seen. Oh, maybe you know, like people should have. The first generation should have killed themselves. (laughs) Like you sitting up in here in all this comfort, you know, talk about with somebody two and three and four hundred years ago. It did to keep themselves out of slavery you know it's it's just stupid, it's just stupid, and it sparked some of the dumbest fucking takes and conversation uh, that I've seen and heard in a long time, one of the reasons I did not want to get involved at all, so all right, back to phone lines three one two as promised uh who's 312 chicago or something 312 who's on. this where are you from come on 312 oh my bad i'm three, one myself sorry oh there you go
4: <laughs> sorry yeah uh it's sean from chicago
2: sean what's happening
4: oh nothing, nothing much man Not much man enjoying the show uh I always jump in and out because I got two kids to take care of, so I'm cooking and all that stuff. But uh, I want to get on. Uh, yeah, I want I want to uh, before I jumped in on uh, what the, you know the emails and stuff said. Uh, I want to say that we had a, a really good time. MMA Torch. Um, we did a show. We we um, we we uh, were the king of the cage. No escape. In uh, California, it was great. Great hospitality. Um, they we had ring uh, uh, cage side seats and everything, sitting next to a judge. So it was great. I just want to say uh, thanks to MMA Torch for letting me represent and contribute. Uh, and uh, according to sources who are also writing for us, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Cool. But yeah, uh, so I, I, got, <clears throat> I don't. I don't really want to touch too much on the Kanye thing. But you can tell he ain't quite from where he says he he's from. Like sure, his mother's from there. Well that dude's not from like inner city Chicago. He grew up in the birds and then he moved away. You know, so that that's his story. That's why he kinda acts like that. You can't say that stuff and make it out of Chicago like that. That dude as weird as he yeah, is, would have never made it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like, just with him, is it like just his need to be accepted by like that part of society? Like Donald yeah, Trump, is, like they'll turn on you. Like, are you kidding? Like, look how look how easy, look how fast they uh, turned for you. All you had to do was say some one little stupid nonsense thing that they kind of halfway agree with. Like, as soon as you, as soon, uh, these people are awful. And just I, I and 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 just and it's been crystallized. <clears throat> with the correspondents, White House correspondents dinner on Saturday, and and that fake, phony, fucking outrage that, uh, that the meltdowns that they've been having, and the, and the perfectly yeah. the perfect one was 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 uh, Huckabee the dad, what is it? fucking what's it? Uh, Mike Huckabee? He goes yeah. he twe- the day before. He's like, if you're one of these soft easily offended snowflakes that can't take a joke or take criticism, you need to not tune into the Mike Huckabee show tonight. That was Friday. And Saturday night or Sunday morning, he's like, you people,
4: and you're talking about my daughter, and you're mean, and you're insults, and how dare dare you? Wait a second.
2: Beyond the fact that everything that the, the woman said was Absolutely spot on, fucking perfect and true. But
5: wait, you just yesterday said how? Wait, but you. Uh.
4: Didn't Trump skip
2: that so,
5: dinner?
4: He skipped it last
2: year and this year. He's a pussy, of course. Like you yeah. he said, he's no, the only
4: why, pussy you're but not to Why would he show grab. up if he know they're going to do that? I don't blame him. I mean, and then everybody fell for that trip. What do you he was like, you no. mean? Because you're the fucking president he, and you can dish it, but just can't fucking take it?
1: so he's just, a troll, no, so no, absolutely. I knew he, I knew right. he wasn't like a
6: troll Obama didn't make, and
2: Bush and, and whoever, and everybody else going back 80 years that they've done this, didn't make a point of being complete shit stains and horrible human beings to everybody right. So
4: At least he didn't show yeah. up so we had something to say about what he had to say. I'm kind of sick of that, you know. <laughs> we gotta say something about what he had to say. Just let, damn like, Kanye too, let them talk and just Get off Twitter if you want to hear shit they say. saying. Anyway, yeah. uh, back to this re- uh Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get to wrestling, I'll tell you yeah. why the Hulk is a bitch. Just like I said on Twitter, the Incredible Hulk in the Infinity War movie is a straight-up bitch.
1: I mean, you're not wrong, but
4: you're wrong. How am I wrong? Thanos, without having anything in any incarnation of... I don't even think Worldbreaker Hulk yeah. is stronger than Thanos.
2: No, like if you were if you know about the Hulk and K- Thanos interactions in the comic, none of this was surprising.
9: Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, but still, it was surprising to have him say, "I'm scared to." I'm well, you know, not come out and fight again. No. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> is... what, no! you you had
4: spoilers. You he had spoilers. You just straight ready. up. <laughs> you had spoilers anyway. But again, he, he had all Universal
5: the go. reason to be a bitch. He got his head
2: boxed the fuck off. He never like well, Hulk. He never experienced something like that. Even like he said and, and, when he was in the Hulk busting uh, Hulk Buster Iron Man suit, he was like, "Oh, I'm 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 good. I can." uh... I'm good being in the Hulkbuster suit. he kicked Hulk's ass once already, so he's gotten beat up before he ain't never got served up like that
5: that will yeah but fit. that's not it's even like, Ronda Hulk is. like
2: she got she's gotten yeah. beat up before in her in her twenty year combat you know um combat fighting career but when she got with holly home and with uh
3: with new man or Nunes. whatever
1: get to her what they did to her was psychologically damaging
2: where she's like I don't want to do this no more Wanda come out no <laughs>
4: when you, when you put it like that i i, I okay okay <laughs> when you Talk, put it go you in and smash campaign.
2: everything he deals with people he comes across a, an entity that might be stronger than him and could bring a hammer down and like like, a, like not a literal hammer like thor but brings a hammer down and like knock him out or cold cock, cock him across a, 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 a desert or something.
4: That was, he never that, got Thanos in all that street in, his suit, in though. Paris like that. Thanos did all that in his suit. He didn't even get to his street clothes yet. He still had yeah. that on. But, but I'm, I'm pretty the, sure at that
2: point he did have the power gym, right? Like that was the first uh, like that he, he had. had space,
4: then. at least. I think he had space and power. But you know he would have whipped his ass without those.
2: Just as easily. Oh, definitely. I don't I don't know. I don't know enough about that. Maybe. I mean, I probably, because uh, that ass-whooping ass. was just... Was just <laughs> yeah,
4: he... Yeah. Like, what, what was it was like three punches? That's like if Amanda Nunes, you know... Uh, he wasn't just what, punches, he was who, the, the MMA guy. He was yeah. He was Muay <laughs> Thai kneeing him right in his
2: mid It was gross yeah, he was fucking how him. thorough that ass-whooping was.
4: Hulk had no business being in there, man. You Hulk like, had you, no you, like,
2: answer, no, like, he was damaged. And I hope they uh, that they... That this is an issue going forward. Like, I, I, when he finally does reemerge, it should be a moment. Like, you know, it should be a big moment. I love banners. Um, his, his, he was. I said my MVP was was Doctor Strange and Thor and Spider Man were tied for second, but Banner just because number one, he all we really got to see him was regular, and he was he he carried a lot of stuff he was in. And and you know he came through with that Hulkbuster suit. He was no joke in that no, thing. Did. After he got he his uh, got his balance and knew how to control the thing. All
4: right. Uh, so with this Rusev thing, I find it funny. I find it typical WWE that they're gonna break up Rusev Day with Lana, which which, which, which has no accent anymore. And I didn't hear really hear Rusev's either. I guess it was kind of in there, but Lana forgot her shit. Uh, but it's so WWE that they're gonna turn Rusev face. Well, I mean, they're gonna turn Aiden English face and not Rusev.
2: But it doesn't. I don't think that's gonna work.
4: I I think they're over I don't, I don't either don't. way, either one of them. But I don't know what you're gonna do with Aiden mm. English. Is he gonna get the uh, U.S. title? Look,
2: I'm an Aiden English fan. Like if you no, I love to me- but. Long enough, you know that I really dig Aiden English. I liked him when he was in NXT with the with the, with his face and the board villains. Yeah, I re- I think he's a star in the making. Um, and I was so happy when he put got when he put him with Rusev because it gave him something to do, and then even happier because the cr- the crowd took to it. Yeah. But either by himself, he's a heel. Or with Rusev, he's a baby face. Like, I don't think you can put... Or, or yeah, or they're both heels. I don't think he's a babyface on his own. Like, no freaking way. I don't way. think so
4: either. But Aiden English seems to... Or Rusev seems to be a good catalyst for people because Aiden English is over with him. Jinder Mahal was paired with him, and he got over and became champion. God, that would just Bianca, need Rusev to take the lead. My
1: bad. Yo, Bianca Belair... You're good. Just... Just
2: deadlifted. Uh, I don't know my bar, my my bell bar barbell terms, but she like she's laying on the ground. She squatted. She picked her up. The thing, the Olympic move, where you you pick the big bar up, you hold it on your chest, and then you uh, uh, and then you stand up and you all the way up and and put it over your head and lock your arms and, and legs. And yeah. I don't snatching. I wouldn't snatching know what crab, move that is. Or, but. Yeah, but we—it's the most popular one. It's the one Hen Mark Henry power lifted, and the one the guy like that they use the gif of the grocery bags, the Asian guy, and he falls. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I only when I want to take all the groceries in one one trip, and she just did that to Alexis, Le, uh, Candice Lerae, and she's just the best. She's so good. But
4: is she gonna win that match?
2: Oh, um, I mean, probably not.
4: See, but that's both the
2: problem. In, you know, she hasn't she lost so many. She should win that match.
4: Yeah, Bianca Belair, look, <laughs> Bianca Belair should be in line for that championship. She should be, well, maybe like second in line or something like that. But she should be in the championship picture or at least talks of it. Hey, you ain't gotta convince me. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, but like, they, I mean, they—they gonna let—they gonna let people's it, wives like. leapfrog because whatever. At least you know what? At least Maurice made all her fan. She made herself. me. Bianca
2: won clean. Good. Nice.
4: Yes. yes. Good. I love it. Maybe Candace right. LeRae go heel, and that would be dope. Candice LeRae would be like, great. Heel
2: wife,
4: heel, baby, needs- husband. Yeah, that'd be great. Why not? I mean... Why not? It's going to happen with the men's probably.
0: <clears throat>
4: He's going to end up being faced, but no. Uh, staying with, like, the MMA and Rousey thing, um, um, how do you feel that they took away the opportunity for Ronda Rousey? And, and, and I, I, I see the glaring problem with it. But besides this glaring problem, uh, how do you feel about them taking Sonya Deville, the only MMA fighter or, uh, I guess, known MMA experienced yeah, person yeah, on like the legit. roster, off of Raw? Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, I get they could build Sonya Deville up, but that's a hell of a build up years from now. But they could have kept her there, just her, and maybe traded for her later, you know, just to give Ronda Rousey a little bit more footing in the door and give Sonya DeVito okay. a nice program well, with her too. Okay.
2: The, my number one first thing that pops into my head is Ronda Rousey doesn't need to learn how to wrestle MMA, folks. Like neither one of them need to they both need to learn how to pro, pro wrestle better. Yeah. And Sonya's fine. I'm not I mean, she's she's gotten a lot better. Um Ronda Rousey needs to be in there with Mickey James and Natalia and people that are going to work I think her pro-wrestling.
1: I think she's got plenty because of that's that. what they both she's going it.
2: to have to learn. She's yeah. never going to not be an MMA fighter. So she doesn't have to stay sharp, <laughs> especially in a wrestling context, as an MMA person. She could never get in a roll around and do MMA again, ever again, and she would always be looked at. And and say she's stuck around for the next eight years in, in WWE's women's division. She would never have to <clears throat> you know, prove her MMA bona fides again. She would just do that armbar, do a few different, like, MMA-style things that would never. she would never forget. <laughs> you know, it always would be second nature. And learn how to professional wrestle, learn how to catch his catch can wrestle. That's what she needs to learn how to do. So getting Sonya Deville away from her, to me, it's fine because she's not an opponent that I wanted to see her in a yeah. uh, fight anyway.
4: I I just think she was an easy. I think they number one, they're both Nashle super green,
2: cover. and number two, they've got the same a yeah. similar style until they're both like the shit, or at least uh, uh, Ronda is more of the shit. Or as far as like her proven in ring stuff, I wouldn't match them up anyway.
4: I I, I would have liked to see it because I honestly just don't think Sonya Deville will get there. I just don't. I mean, she doesn't. She's not inspiring to me. I'm like, oh, she's cool, but I just haven't. They don't do anything with her. They don't do enough with her. She hasn't. I don't know. I guess maybe it's just too early for her. But I would have liked to just see that that small transitional feud, just so we can see Rousey on her own, trying to make a way instead of her being with somebody immediately. I think it kind of well. Not with everybody, but to me, I guess you know it. It just kind of takes a little bit away from her. If they had that, I just want to see Sonia Deville because I know she had the MMA experience. And yeah, I know it's not an MMA fight, but it would have been cool to see the transition. Like, and then you would have had a, even a story for later on in the years when Sonia Deville's back. You know, you could have him a, a back a match at Backlash, her first singles match. Sure, it's against Sonya Deville, but good. So if it's terrible. It was against Sonya Deville, but if it's great, hey, remember that match they had, and then you can go back to it.
3: Yeah,
2: I, I guess. Just at this stage of Rod Rousey's career, they're not going to put her in no pay per view match with somebody who's been wrestling for like two years. It's it's not a, it's not they shouldn't. Yeah. That's not a that's that's that I don't want to say disaster. I don't be that strong in my yeah. language. But that could be a disaster waiting to happen.
5: Who carries that
2: match? Who's the ring general? Neither one of them could have he? any kind of experience on that level in singles. Yeah, no. The reason she's with Natalia and Natalia's on Raw is because they train together and they know each other. You need Rhonda to be as comfortable as possible uh, when she's going out there having singles matches. And the only way to do that is to put her in there with people she's comfortable with and that note that are actual ring generals like Mickey and Natalia. Uh and
4: uh to clarify well not clarify something earlier, but to uh piggyback off what you were saying earlier, uh with the tweet, that was actually me that tweeted uh, about Seth Rollins being on a daily show and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Well, I, I think it was just pretty cool. Like you're right, Braun Strowman would kill that role, and people would clamor for more uh, Braun Strowman just because of you know physically how imposing he is. But I mean, you know, The Daily Show is one of the high, highest rated shows on TV, if not the highest rated high, show on TV at that time. And him coming on there, just even being able to come over there Wait, and carry we, himself okay. in any segment, you know, I. He's he's just Ooh. killing it right now. He's always been killing. You want to break that down?
1: Should, what do you make like TV, uh, cable? Uh, you did say uh, late. Uh, night. You I'm gonna say at every, that time.
4: everyday cable, everyday cable show and news show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know Walking Dead was going on and then and stuff too. So well, no, they on like at eleven. Everyday. So they, they have
2: the they they are in a in a in a in a slot of their own. They go up against Colbert, uh, you know. Late Night and Jimmy Fallon and Kimmel yeah. and all those guys.
4: Yeah, when John if, if was, there, I know they DVD, was slaying it, but if you're doing
2: yeah. cable, it's like, well, what the hell is on at eleven on cable? Like all the prime time, all the you know Hannity and Rachel Maddow, and they're in reruns, they're in their loop. Um, so it's not first run, you know. So the only thing that you can really compare yeah. them to is like Jimmy Kimmel and stuff, but that's different because it's broadcast. Everybody right. gets ABC or whatever, so. Uh, I mean, they're they're they do decent. They do about two and a half, three million viewers a night, I think, if, if you know if I can remember. But yeah, I just I don't know if they're highest rated I just, at that spot.
4: So. I, I, but I it's just, up there. It's I, definitely I at one of the time them. they were. But even if they weren't, I know they were among the highest rated. And sure. Seth doing that I'm as just, a heel is not something that they do. The last time I can actually remember a heel going on a show like that was when The Rock was hosting Saturday Night Live the first time. The very first time when Triple H was champion and The Rock was hosting, he had Big Show and and Mankind yeah, and all yeah, on there. Yeah, he showed up. But,
2: but Rock was yeah. was uh, you're saying Rock was a heel?
4: No, Rock was a face, but Triple H was, yeah, that's he was thought, kind of yeah. Featured on that show, like Triple H had a segment. He was he had a crossover segment on that show, and like it just reminded me of what Seth Rollins did. kind of not the, did he? I don't remember. Pretty that. close. Pretty close. They they kinda of, the, if you look at the segments they kinda of mirrored each other, you know. Uh they're not exactly the same, you know, but I I just I think Seth Rollins is your dude because he's the only guy that has the um the range. I mean John Cena I would argue don't even have the range. I I I, I would argue that the Miz might, but he's too more he's more so too much in character. But I I don't know. I I, I just see Seth Rollins being the overall guy. You gotta give it to because for one, you don't trust Roman Reigns. Wouldn't have they trusted him with the belt when 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 AJ yeah, Styles no, needed I to do, come I don't in? I do. not want to see
2: no Roman Reigns yeah. on 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 any in any kind of comedy context.
4: I mean, but they, they they just don't even trust him. They trusted Seth Rollins first, you know, and and they they keep yeah. trusting him. So why not trust them now? I wouldn't you know, put I wouldn't put course. Seth
2: or, or or Roman or like a, like for different reasons, but Dean Ambrose is way too like I don't give a fuck about this like yeah. like you want me to go on a Daily Show like what that's not what I do. So you have to just know your personalities. And Roman Reigns for yeah. some reason a guy <laughs> that cracks up everybody in the back and is super affable and funny. As soon as that red light goes on, it's like.
4: Everybody says that, it's but like who the fuck night. is he making chuckle in the back? Who is defying in the back at what Roman Reigns? is? Roman Reigns,
2: Reigns man is you know,
4: who probably got that? snaps?
2: He probably be busting on people I mean, well, he shouldn't be the one busting on people's snakes and jeans, but
4: right. you
2: know, he probably be busting. He probably you know
4: I guess, man. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't see it. I mean you can see in his face that he's sick of this. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a conversation with Vince where he just doesn't even say anything to Vince anymore. Vinco he goes out, he just looks at the crowd, and he's like, look at this shit again. When are you just going to – he looks like he wants to be turned. He looks like he wants to just dig into that crowd so much. And I want him to. I don't know when they're going to do it or if they're going to do it. But my last thing is, uh, what the hell do you do with Shinsuke Nakamura if he loses?
2: If he loses, yeah. I don't I – don't... I don't know. Uh, tear through the U.S. title, you know, picture. That would be kind of, uh, you know, kind of corny if, you know, can't win the big yeah. one, so you go get the smaller one. Um, punch everybody in the dick. <laughs> like, right. like,
4: Nutshots for all. <laughs> Nutshots for everybody. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't be I surprised do, if. I don't know uh, what I don't think like a Brian is in the in, in anywhere in the I me mean, maybe they, they you know he hit him with the move a couple weeks ago. He went to Kinshasa, but I think Brian's you know got yeah. got other stuff and, I, and and Shinsuke's not big cast where you have him as a hold a, a stand in while you heat Miz up or heat that rivalry back up feud. Excuse me, I don't want to fall into their language bullshit.
4: I, I told you, big. Uh, Big Cass is going to be somebody, man. This is his chance. He might shine. He might start that new nation up. (laughs) Get that man that red
2: coofy,
4: mega (laughs) coofy. Hey, I got got, got more memes. I got more. I can do Photoshop, man. I can can make some Uh, red coofies, man. I'm going to send you you a red coofy in the mail.
2: I guess guess technically (laughs) you you can do Photoshop, but (laughs)
1: you didn't say you could do it well.
4: (laughs) No. Oh, no. I didn't say that. And that wasn't even Photoshop. <laughs>
1: that
4: was like Microsoft 8. Well, what,
1: what you found? 1. Oh, 0. you just
2: like yeah, just go into no, Windows I mean. 8 and put.
4: It was all crooked Mac and shit. Like it. I knew it, but yeah, I had to do yeah, yeah, fast. Well yeah. so you definitely threw that shit together <laughs> in like three seconds. Right. And it was well appreciated. I had to do it while it was relevant. wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. It it wouldn't it wouldn't have I wouldn't
2: have liked it as much if it was all like glossy and like looked super professional and well done. Right. Not the fact that it looked like shit was like. Made it
4: hilarious, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it, 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 it was kind of cool though. I mean, and it's not the worst idea. It's not. No, it, Big it, cast it really is though. Kicking and little people is. Big cast kicking little people might be.
2: Uh shit! Yeah. <clears throat> all right, man, we gotta go. All
4: right, all right, all right, man. I appreciate you having me on. You talk to. You. I'll take care.
2: Yep, that was a problematic showing from Chicago, everybody. Ah, Rich has uh, chimed in.
1: Uh, Rich, what's happening? Not much. I just got done with uh, conditioning for the day, waiting for uh, baseball season to end so I can get my my starter quarterback back. Till then, okay. I wait. They told me he got an ankle injury though. He's out for the season for baseball, but the season ends next week. So I'm like, don't don't. Why I gotta be difficult? You ain't gotta say it like that. Just say he's out for a week. What's the injury? Jeez. Uh, Twisted ankle. Oh, okay. Running around third. But they were like, you know, he's out for the season. I was like, the season's a week. Y'all don't think I don't keep track of this stuff? <laughs> I'm like, is his arm okay? All right, all right. All right. I was like, ankle? What you talking about, surgery? You're talking about what? What we got, Tommy? Nah, man. We got to grab something. <laughs> We gotta grab a piece of his hip into his ankle bone. Like, how far let did go? Is this a Brian um, Stone situation? Like, what are we doing?
2: Um, what was I gonna say?
1: Uh, crap. Ah, whatever. Um, um, what do you want me to read? Because after I get in, I'm gonna get home in a few minutes. I want to probably do it like ten if possible. That'll give me enough time to yeah, read man. and call my coworker for a job I got to do tomorrow. Because uh, yeah, no, I really way. want to read the two. Um, I want to read the two Mr. Miracles. And uh, well, I'll, I I don't know. It's eight out because I've only i just read
2: seven, and I know that I've had it's it had it for two or three weeks. Eight
1: came out today.
2: I picked that okay. up today. So I didn't read that, but definitely read Domino, and um, that's really the only new thing I got. Uh, or that I that I got that I read. I'm I'm trying to blast through all these old Black Panthers, old like few issues behind, and uh, some of these Riri Williamses, and and but I have really concentrated on stuff who's like the DC books that I, that don't have a code, like Mr. Miracle, uh, Nick Wilson, image book that I don't have on digital. So I've got all my paper stuff out of the way. Um, oh, 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 and the last rise. Actually, not the latest rise of the Black Panther, issue three. It's really, really good. Like, we're finally into the Ch- T'Challa era. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, whatever. Just make sure you read the domino. That's the only thing that I... Uh,
1: only new thing okay. that I'm current with. Um, yeah. And I told Bruce, and I was going to tell I mean, I'll tell you. We can talk about I don't even want to hear that. I don't even want to talk about Bruce. Fuck out of here. So Bruce. next Thursday, are
2: you good? You're doing nothing with Bruce. He said, I, I want to do it with Rich. I want to do the show with <laughs> Richard.
0: <laughs> so, oh the show with Rich. You're oh, so me.
2: I saw this shit. You saw
1: the text I sent. Like, oh, well, excuse me. <laughs> well, I did come up with the idea, Travis. Excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, and I, 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 I was—I actually had a joke. I mentioned to you today when I did uh, Wade's flagship. I was like, sometimes you have habitual line steppers, and if you do not step they'll cross the line to respond, they will continue. <laughs> <laughs> so and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the y- point, too. Y'all do your little show, whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're sounding an awful lot like uh, like uh, Peter Quill right now, I'm just saying. Your little
2: show. This is my show over here,
1: East Coast Oh, Cat. is my bass is coming? The bass is coming out? <laughs>
2: Why do you talk Just, like that? Uh, Let's get like Darrell like on this like thing so he can wrap this shit up.
1: Listen, uh, if Darrell. we're wrapping up with Darrell, I got to tell Darrell one thing.
6: If
2: you Uh-oh, can I'm trying to keep
1: my job. Darrell, if you don't stop throwing the most inappropriate tweets, if y'all going to be in that group tweet throwing stuff out, because Darrell's like, if you y'all want me to talk about Marvel, I want it to be Ratchet. I was like, come on, man. Let's have a conversation. Let's save the ratchet for DM. Hey, man. Like, yeah, I don't man. Want all this that, nice, that I want all
5: this nice guy bull crap, man. This facade. Yeah. Y'all don't talk that way in y'all group chat or when you with the homeboys that you hang out with. When you see, David Shoes. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, you got Cam out there crying at first talking about, man, I don't want to hear nobody talk about this yet. I feel like talking about it. So, man, forget it yeah, really was. Then let's not talk he about really it. He really was. Then let's get all ratchet with it. <laughs> Listen, That's right. I want them to be winding around. up
1: like my, my my favorite team's Races Behind Quarterback, Races McTweak Base, QB1. And everybody like, oh, oh your, he's team, ain't, years your old. team
5: ain't that bad. You know what I'm saying? That's why the Races guy wanted to come back and block for the other Races guy. <laughs>
1: Right, yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, man, Josh Allen's Buffalo. I was like, I don't know how true that statement could be. They couldn't have hit it any harder. I went to get my hair cut <laughs> yesterday, to my barber played a Canisius in Buffalo. He's like, yeah, I had to transfer up out of there. I heard that N-word too many times. I was like, yep. But now I'm messing with your stuff. You take the floor. You don't try to take the floor. I'm going to shut up.
5: Oh, man, you cool, man. I'm just listening on, man. Great show. And again, you were known when Cam was on the other day. Hey, man! Congratulations to the OG Trav, man. With all his um his um tree branches branching out, you know what I'm saying, and getting their own shows that he put on. Basically, I'm
1: uh
2: who's the coach of Green Bay back in the '90s that spawned all Holmgren. the uh, other
5: coaches? i Mike Holmgren.
1: Mike Holmgren. Or you could be Tony. Uh, no, you. My
5: hunger. My hunger came from um from the Forty Nineers right? um, tree. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm Walsh.
2: I'm Walsh. I'm Walsh. Richie's homegrown. And, and I don't know. Okay, Cam i Not Scaramucci. Maritucci. Mar- 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 <laughs>
0: married
5: Long as they don't crap out. Long as they don't crap out like the coaches up underneath the Belichick tree, and you good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like Belichick, so they tell you I talk about anybody. I don't care.
1: How 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 he gonna have like all this crap under him, and then have the greatest college football coach of all time just off to the side with him?
5: I don't know, but the greatest college football coach, he don't have a good coaching tree neither. Except for right now, nope. but that's the thing,
1: Belichick chick got the thing Like he he had David and David is like the only one that's been good outside of him and Forensic has, has been there for like 30 years at Iowa so I guess you count that as good
5: yep 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 and he's still on his end because um, the, the student who's been plotting on the teacher now plotting on taking the teacher's role got Josh McDaniels plotting on yep. yeah I'm gonna take over in body, year oh. or so. so
1: <laughs> speaking of plotting, I want you and Travis to talk about the West Virginia. Oh, I'm sorry, the Virginia Tech defensive coordinator who got put out in the streets this week. You hear? I only saw like a little bit of it, like he was, um, like what was he doing, cheating or something. He was sleeping with some dude's wife. He's married and he's got two daughters. He was sleeping with some dude's wife and bringing her with him to recruiting trips and just having her hole up in the hotel.
5: Well, that's usually uh, an SEC thing right there because if you forgot um, who did that back in the day in old Miss <laughs> and got in the accident yep. with his side piece and got caught <laughs> And he had her working in the office. So... <laughs>
1: But how are you going to be recruiting dudes and this man got his wife, his wife on permanent vacation with you, and he in his ceiling? That's the thing, Darrell. I sent it to Travis. He was in his ceiling and was tweeting every Virginia Tech player, coach, school alumni, like, is this the thing y'all do? Have somebody take another man's wife, go on trips on state-sponsored hey, trips?
5: Hey, you do what you got to do. It's a dirty, dirty game out here. The dirty game, dirty world. Well. They, <laughs> they be doing all type of stuff. <laughs> Don't you got to – If man. the walls could talk, with um, what they be saying to these recruits when they have them in their home and how they talk about the other people and dishing business out like they women. So, so how
1: are you gonna have them in your house like in the future? How are you gonna have that dude in your house recruiting? And you, every time you look at your wife he's like sipping some tea, you going to be
2: thinking about jumping from space. some
1: women? Mm, continuing that theme,
5: under row. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess I am. If you if you if you want to say that.
2: All the ills of the world go back to the damn female.
5: Hey man, it's not the female. I can't help that she got the um she got the vagina. I just said the chase of the pussy is <laughs> the root of all evil. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> next to money. Oh, yeah. Next to money. <laughs> and
2: then Bruce texted me uh, the lack of women. So I don't, I don't know what he was saying about you, Durrell.
5: Well, I don't have to worry ooh, about the lack of me. women. I get, I get the women. I said i done done the chasing and done some foul, evil things, too. <laughs>
1: Oh See, my God. Man, is, damn. I'm this is... This is <laughs> always. Yeah, that's
2: the thing. Like,
1: oh I don't think I did anything evil. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, is everybody Everybody's oh, like, hey, man, <laughs> let
5: me something. tell you about chasing this woman and falling for this woman." woman's like, Let me tell you about this man I stabbed. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. You done done some... It's, it's considered evil when you done used the woman up and got what you wanted and left her alone. That's why I have... A few bad karma's come my way from time to time. The like, is the basis of walking
2: uh, just out the feds joint while Gucci Maine. he said, he had some lines yeah. in that song. I done did some things that was downright evil. <laughs> my <laughs> own mama <laughs> won't mess with me, and that's my mama. <laughs>
5: like,
2: damn, Gucci done did this.
0: Yeah, well. like,
5: mm-hmm.
3: Your product of
5: your environment <laughs> And um, just like the boy Kanye, I know the guy was talking earlier saying um, the boy Kanye ain't from um, the original part of Chicago. Chicago. Well, you you know, he was born in Atlanta. He spent, what, three years there before his mom and dad um, um, divorced. His dad was a former black Panther, a famous journalist in the Atlanta Constitution. Okay. And you're talking about a guy who couldn't ever get over his mama issues because his mama passed away, so he's still hurt on that. And most geniuses—that's well, um, that's probably one of the more off the understandable wall. things about
2: the
5: guy. Yeah, and most geniuses are off the wall anyway. But you know, but you know what I'm saying? The Vincent Van Gogh cut your ear off. Albert Einstein. Oh,
1: Kanye's
5: a genius. yourself. I guess that's what everybody calls him. I don't care about these people like that, man. I don't see him understand why people let what he said affect them so much. Now you kick him out the black community. I, I find it funny. They can quickly kick him out of the black community. People say his black card removed. But you, you tell somebody that most black people don't uh, – that some people don't consider Rock a black person, hey <laughs> – they go they go high wire over that, but you kicking black people out of the community who are, can't be nothing but black
1: black. <laughs> so, Wait a second, like I feel attacked. Hell,
5: <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> so you know, and you are who you uh, assume yourself to be, and he he been riding what white people now his for a while. So he just being who he assume itself to be and saying the same stuff that they say. So
2: I don't see nothing.
5: Yeah, Kanye, yeah, Kanye. So I don't see nothing about it. This a man who not even in the same real world that I am because the stuff that affects me will never affect him, so (laughs) different rules for different folks, I guess. But I want to ask you guys something um, about wrestling, though, so we can t- um, make this back about wrestling. Um, you j- just talking about it, Travis. Okay, if Nakamura doesn't win um, the title this Sunday, do you ever could you say you'll never see him with the title? And is he a guy similar to Alex Luger, um, kind of hyped up? People wanted to push, but never got it.
2: Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. And Rich dropped off, so no more Rich. Um, I don't know. I would I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far. This time, you know, okay. twenty eighteen. You we know, did yeah ninety three? Just not a time about yeah. the What do you
5: mean? Time frame about the same. I said the time frame in the WWE about the same. Oh, time spin. I just mean, you know, 93 version, you know, 93
2: to, you
5: know, 2018. I got you. And I heard y'all talking about Drew could be the next John Cena. Well, you can't really say that neither because when John Cena was on the chopping block, he survived. Drew got chopped. And then he made people realize that he was a main eventer, and could be on the Indies. Because you wouldn't say that after his um, uh, 3MB band run, you would never say that. It took him washing that stinker off of him in the ending and coming back and looking like a, looking like somebody. So he more in the line of somebody that you said or Eddie Guerrero or something like that. Not, uh, not a John Cena who was there from been there, never left anything of the sort. So uh, Braun or Finn or or somebody from NXT will have to be considered a, a next John Cena, where you get that two year window to look like you not gonna make it then build a fan base up after you have made it through that tough time. Then the first match of Mania, won the United States title, had a one-year hot run with the United States title to then go on to win the championship.
2: I, th- I think you could still consider Drew for that, but I get why you, the comparison isn't exactly, uh, and why you picked –
9: two or three guys, uh,
2: you know, Ben and, and uh, whoever else.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: I don't think the idea was who's the exact replica, career, you know, career, who's going to have the same career, you know, I, that was not the question. Who, Who could be the next? The, the guy selling the most merch, the top baby face for the next three or five years. And, uh, yeah, I yeah. still say I still say Braun Strowman is that guy. Or or it could be Drew McIntyre. It's way too early. But I still say if, if he gets over, it, it works the window as far as being a fresh, you know, nobody really remembers his O three 3 run you know,
5: so long ago. Uh it well, is first a fresh you got to find somebody who can stay apart. Numbers. We can do punk numbers first <laughs> before we get up to Cena. I don't think nobody.
2: Yeah, doing yeah. The, the punk real answer is there. nobody. The real answer is John Cena is the last guy that's probably going to be allowed to be that. Even Roman Reigns isn't. If all things were perfect, Roman Reigns was over with the crowd. Like the company doesn't, doesn't want one guy. I mean, they 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 pretend like they do. They give lip service, they push people like that. But in reality, they don't really want one guy to be able to go down with injury or leave over contract or whatever, and everything goes with them. Yep. I'm sure they're and that's okay why I find it funny
5: own. And that's why I find it funny when people talk about the drawing and is he over, is he a draw? When, I bet you WWE would never say Roman is draw or anything because their ego, the WWE, is to draw. we draw drawing the fans. we just putting somebody up in place. There is no more considered people who are draw except the Bronx and and John Cena and people like that. But in this new generation, they're just all a bunch of guys that we placing where we want them to be. But we the draw. So that will make it hard for somebody to be the next John Cena as a guy who holds the torch, don't get in trouble, he's there every day. And yeah, and members. Cena was
2: such a, a – Cena was, was really the Obama of main events, modern main eventers, just, just completely scandal-free. I mean, Obama had a few real scandals, you know you know, drop fifty thousand hellfire missiles, drone drone people from the sky without you know, your fair share of uh uh And those with, and those
5: things and those, that could be considered Cena's body from behind the scenes. But no personal
2: scandal. No, he definitely wasn't fucking no porn stars raw dog, uh, you know, that kind of shit. You know. Just scandal free. I mean Cena had his divorce, that was they kept that as low key as possible. Um, you know, no, his name never showed up in no damn signature pharmacy stuff, no damn drugs busts, you know, he was the, so, perfect, I mean, there's they, the
5: perfect, he was perfect Hulk Hogan, what Hulk Hogan was never. He was better at that than Hogan. That's how good Cena was. While wow. in ring and probably after ring, Hogan had scandals in ring that would derail him and push him off when they started the new generation. Then look at him outside afterwards, continue on with his scandalous ways. But John Cena, picture perfect now, he and now he got a new boss, The Rock, and people ain't giving them hell about that. That's why. After all these years, I have to respect John Cena even more.
2: Well, he went out. He he went and made that right, and you know, two years ago when he was like, I was wrong about the whole Rock Hollywood stuff. Like, and it's like, yeah, once you get those, once those offers start coming your way, even a even a taste, because Cena ain't getting nearly what the Rock was, you know, ten, twelve years ago. Um. Even a little taste, and you realize when 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 you like John Cena's been making well over a million dollars a year, and I'm just you, and it's probably been obviously closer, to, probably closer to ten, but you know well over two million a year, downside guarantee, guaranteed money, plus probably another mil just in merch, you know. So he's making. To, but to do real-deal work. Like, he always talks about how the work don't stop. He's on a plane. He's on a train. He's in that car driving somewhere. He's on this show. He's on that show. He's wrestling, you know, 150, 200 times a year.
1: And then when you get that first movie or
2: commercial check, fam, he got that fruit. First, when he got that Fruity Pebbles check that Brock fucking got him by busting on his dumb ass, he probably was like, oh, my God, like, All I did was show up to post We did a photo shoot I put on a Fruity Pebbles shirt Or whatever Held a fucking spoon up And was like "Mm, Mmm I love Fruity Pebbles And then I got 50 grand Or I got 100 Whatever the payoff was It probably was like I didn't have to bump I didn't have to fucking You know Nothing And I got I got all this cash Like oh my god I can't believe I was mad at the rock (laughs)
5: <laughs> and check this out. Yeah, check this out. yeah. And he probably wait, was like, "You know wait, what? I got to make this right."
2: And he publicly apologized. Wait till you get
5: that bumblebee. Bam! Like, I'm sorry. Say what? Wait till you get that bumblebee check for doing the bumblebee well, move. Well, that's he got to come that out of check
2: Cashed and 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 deposited.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Already spent in his mind and everything. I'm just saying though. <laughs> Why would you come? Why would you want to come back? If I'm him, I'm not coming back for a long time. Maybe the Rumble, the greatest Royal Rumble, was the last thing that I'm doing with the WWE for a while, unless they' jumping out Brock money for me. That's why I don't understand why they have people say that and stuff like that. Or and I just don't understand it and. <laughs> Like, I know y'all was talking about Seth Rollins' promo, and y'all was saying, does it set him up to be the guy? or Somebody asked you guys that. But I was yeah. looking at it as this was another way for them to try to give some clout to Roman Reigns, and it was more of a portion of the promo to put over Roman. Then he hurried up and ended it when the fans started booing because he said Roman name like four or five times, more than he yeah. said rocks.
0: Because Yeah.
5: He started trying to put him over, you know what I'm saying? He like, <laughs> I know y'all y'all want to hear this, but it's the big dog, and he should be champion right now, and stuff like that. Trying to put him over, and stuff like that. Not like he's gonna be the next person on his site Is 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 um Brock? To hear this, he yeah. heard the booze. Yeah. Then he heard the booze, and he tried to switch it over. Like, okay, well Brock don't be here rousing every day, so I'm gonna every day. And that set up him, for what you were saying earlier, to be the workhorse that he was back when he was the champion. But when he was the champion doing this, I felt like that was the best time for the title at the time because most pay-per-views, he was doing two and two matches. They gave him the United States title. He made the match with Sting, even though Sting got hurt in that match, seemed relevant. Um, you can go all the way back from the Triple Threat. With him, um, Cena and Brock, and he broke Brock's ribs, and everything that he was doing. Yes, yeah, he was overexposed because. That was old, all he I had. Pull back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know yeah, they beat really, They really
2: didn't. I'm just trying to think of what was going on in 2014. Uh, and in the beginning of 2015. Well, 14 he turned. Mania fifteen, or Mania n fifteen, he cashed in. But all that, even the lead up to the cash in, he was all over the place. And then the cash in when he won, he was the champ until you know until November until he hurt his knee. Yeah, his best promo when he said, "And the uh,
5: Raiders was still I heard my knee carrying his company on my back.
2: That was very right.
1: Say what?
5: And the Raiders were still over. Like, 2.5 was still up there, and it was staying up there. It wasn't really falling and none of the other stuff. And then once he took his knee out, um, or his knee went out, that's when we been and got into all this debacle. That's when they kept putting the title on and off of Roman till they settled down and finally gave it to Brock. And it's been Brock title probably the last year and a half. Yeah. But still, the title scene over there on Raw, still haven't been right ever since he lost the um, title for the knee. And then now we're hearing people say, well, they need to go ahead and finally just give up and put it on Roman. But if I'm not mistaken, Roman, I don't see Roman with the title before. Maybe not the universal title, but the title, he a four-time champion. So, if they don't want to put it on him, don't put it on him. But at least let the man go away because you ruined the man. And I know people talk about his on-screen demeanor and stuff like that, but like he said, he's doing what they tell him to do. He's hoping to get rich, so his on-screen demeanor is what other people telling him how to portray himself. So I I don't blame that on him. So when he came out there and said to Samoa Joe, you know, fat fat ass or whatever. That's something somebody told him to say it, and probably told them how to say it. So, and pull your hair up in a man bun or whatever, or just go out how you're looking <laughs> right now. You look great. You look great, man. And say that line, and you got it. Because if you look at the promos that they give some of these people, it's the same type of stuff. Especially the people who they hope and think are main eventers. You got cast out here still using the same. Um, big guy, small guy talk. When all I know is, when you two people and you train to fight, don't nobody care about your size, or how big you are in the fight. When both people yeah, know how I to don't, fight. Yeah, I don't buy that. People do. People are size queens,
2: even even in a, even in an, in an in an MMA world where MMA. Uh, well, number one, MMA is weighted and there are it's not UFC of nineteen ninety five where a sumo guy can go ahead and oh hundred
5: and ninety 190
2: 190-pound uh, you know Muay Thai guy so um but but people know how fights look and that, that big shit don't always necessarily but they also know Bigger they balls. It's still it's a hard thing to get over. Bigger, stronger, faster. That kinda you know, bigger's always better. I mean you always you know, as a kid you wanna be bigger. You wanna be stronger, you wanna be taller. That's just that's just how it is.
5: All I know is some of the. I best mean, how many how many times to you gotta?
2: I don't know how many like face like ratchet Facebook groups you're in, but if you're in any, I know <laughs> you've seen. And even on Twitter, if you're not on any in any, I know you've seen like the common, like, you know, if he ain't un, if he ain't six foot plus, then don't like. I see that shit on like Tinder.
5: I'm like, bitch, You the fuck you yep. think you
2: is? <laughs> if
5: you but ain't over you five, him, 10, then I laughing. Like, and the man you. that they go with, <laughs> he, about, he about five foot nothing and doing whatever <laughs> he want to all type of nasty, crazy stuff. And she's crazy about him. But you out here uh, putting this hope and fake fantasy out here that you want this six foot Shame ball short
0: guy.
5: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, get out of here. But to me, though, I go off of this. Mike Tyson, I told Mike Tyson, 5'9", 5'10". 5'8", maybe,
1: yeah. <laughs> and,
5: and was the last baddest man on the planet. And nobody would ever think to challenge that little short guy. Muhammad Ali wasn't the biggest. He wasn't the biggest. I mean, and when cool. he was out there in his prime, <laughs> Joe Frazier and people like that, they were way bigger than him.
1: Yeah,
2: forming for, me,
5: for and sure. And doing them any kind of way. So you know, I don't. I'm just saying, when it comes to fighting and people who who like to fight and train to fight, they don't think that way. They don't think that way, and to me, the best promos that you hear now is in is in UFC and stuff like that because you. Uh, I think somebody said this on a call when well, you hear people like. um Cash cut his promo, he ain't talking to people. He ain't talking to you and me. He's talking to Vince. Or he's talking to Vince or Vince all about what Vince wants. That's why that heat don't transfer. Once he finishes with Daniel Bryant, and if it's a one-off, that heat ain't going with him. It ain't going to prepare him up the scene and stay with him year after year. Because he's not talking it to anybody. And people go and people like to chant. And people listen to those chants and be thinking that it's he. But these people, these, these fans, y'all like to chant. <laughs> you like to chant because you want your five minutes. It's not because you you listen to what the man's saying and he's talking to you. You like to chant. Now, if it was right. something that he was saying to you and you felt it and you felt offended, you ain't chanting nothing. It's all good no, all clap day.
2: Clap or yell or, yeah, you're not gonna stop and be like, let you know, rah
5: rah 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 rah.
2: Like you know, yeah, yeah. Typically, I should say.
5: And I think that was the best thing about Seth Rollins' promo. Most of it, he was talking to the he was talking to the people. That's why their that reaction was seeming so genuine because he was talking to the people. That's why the Johnny Gargano work, because he's talking to the people. When Daniel Bryan cut the promo, and why his promo is different than AJ promo, even though AJ is over just as Daniel Bryan, but he ain't Daniel Bryan over, because when Daniel Bryan talked with that passion, it talks to you. And that's the yeah, and they're thing not that sharing, in listen, WWE. If,
2: if Bryan was in the middle of a feud with Shinsuke, if, if Shinsuke turned heel on Brian. And punched him in the dick four shows in a row. There's no way half the crowd's going to be chanting for fucking Nakamura. I couldn't. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe it. But I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, what is wrong with you people? Like he just nut shot at your favorite guy three times in a row, and you're still going doing the battle chant. Like yeah, that's just wrestling fans being dickheads and wanting to chant. It don't matter if it if it makes sense or not.
0: You care for the nut shot
5: guy? Like, come on! That's some fucking. And big you know video. what? That's old school though. That that talking to the fans is old school, but it still travels today. It still yeah. travels today because once you talk to somebody, and you get all emo, and they get all emotionally attached to you. That's why I I I pick at J Cole's uh, music because I don't get it. And no, it's not over my head. I understand the words that he's saying. I
2: don't know.
5: Maybe you just don't have the education is. level to enjoy a J. Cole album, you know? uh, Okay. I don't. I got a. Uh, I might seem like a um him, and I can be that at times, but uh, I got my doctorate in business, so I don't care what. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still. <what> that uh, <laughs> maybe is. you uh, need. You know, but a, I understand
0: it. I understand you what he's
5: saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm, he's saying a bunch of words. He's saying a bunch of big words that don't. Um, that apply to life. You can't apply here. I mean, I get it. You're in the even in college. You're in the little
2: who was it? You're in the little pump camp. That said, uh, no, I'm not
5: little pump I, I never, <laughs> I never heard a song that that cat that character ever been on. You of, heard a little you know pump song? My friend. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm dead ass serious, Travis. I never heard a little you pump you song. Ever heard Gucci <laughs> Gang? I might. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I heard my nieces talking about Gucci Gang, Gucci. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. They can't even tell me who yeah, sang the shit, it. but they just know the song. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, no, man, cut that shit off! I said, yeah. cut that shit off, or uh, uh, get out, uh, get out of my face with all that yeah, Gucci, gang, Gucci Gang, like Gucci Gang, you, you know how you, you talk to your nieces and nephews, <laughs> but you know, five bitch let her do cocaine too. But I understand what people who follow him feel because. They The words that they listen to are to them emotionally. That's why they stand up for them all strong. See, me, people who talk to me are people like Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Like um, ADHD, they talk to me because I done had to pick up a homeboy who done relapsed, you know what I'm saying? Back. And you gotta pick him up, throw him in, put some water on his head. Give him some coffee, and then you you like, damn, he's still in pain. So you feed him, um, you you, you give him a xanny bar or something like that, so he can come down off of whatever he on. You know what I'm saying? So that that type of stuff talks to me. Uh, Nipsey Hustle, especially his last album, that stuff talks to me. Uh, you can even go with R and B tracks from back in the day. Uh, what the boy said, two o'clock in the morning what's going on, <laughs> talking about how she can make it right. You know what I'm saying? Them lyrics, too. Them talking to people for years. Five o'clock in the morning. The Where day. you going to be outside <laughs>
0: on the
9: corner. You better get your shit Boom. together.
5: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, that's, and that lasts a test of t- 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 time. And that's what WWE don't do because they so, they so kiddies and – like Vince McMahon said in the interview He likes fart jokes and stupid shit like that He's still into that uh, That stuff That early 90s uh, Weird Al Ankovich uh, Bullshit From late 90s All that bullshit That's why he decades behind That's why it's hard to Get people opinion Who don't understand Pop culture today Or don't even know pop culture From 10 years ago that means you're behind, and you don't know what fans like. Because if you knew what fans like, you would know that they like dumb stuff today. They like stuff dumbed down. That's why the fans chant this, um, do the chants and all that. It's easy. It's it's dumb.
2: Yeah, but it's like chicken or egg. Like do 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 people like stuff dumbed down, or has it gotten easier to produce dumb cheap? content, and, you know, I mean, just think of, like, rap videos, like, and or not even rap videos, just music videos, period, used to, like, have a real budget, they used to, like, have themes to it, not all of them, but, you know, now, because... Because the technology allows anybody and it's a good way it's a it's double edged but it allows anybody to make a rap vi- or a video music video, and they're just low budget done on the cheap, no like it's just to have a YouTube video, some of them get a little bit more elaborate, most of them these days uh don't it's so it's quantity over quality so when you when you decide when your entire society is like that. There's, of course, I mean, people saw this 25, 50 years ago. Like, no, the, the more prepackaged everything is, the dumber your audience is going to get. Which is the reason why I don't get mad at young kids for liking dumb shit. Like, fam, who's making the dumb shit? Like, who put them on? Who? Like, oh, they don't know the history of well, we don't make the history important so that they learn it and that they know what platform the shoulders that they're standing on uh it's, you, you can't blame kids for kids don't just you know, I know their 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 whole thing is to rebel, but uh everybody's thing is to rebel, but you eventually. But you know the lessons. You're taught the lessons. You rebel, and then you realize, fuck, this is stupid. I need to
1: abide by those lessons.
2: You know, it's our generation that problem. Huh? It's
5: our generation because it's our generation. Hey, hey, I mean,
1: but
5: somebody, that somebody that also problem.
2: raised us, and somebody raised them. You know, like my uh-huh. dad, my pop, love to talk about, you know, young people this, young people that. Like, fam, you, y'all, you, sixty-eight years old. You act like we just appeared out of a fucking vacuum. So it's the last generation yep. of whatever you're talking about never wants to take responsibility of why the current generation is the way they are.
0: Okay,
2: okay. Perfect look, perfect example. All these kids, they just want participation awards. They just want a trophy. They just want to say they were there. So me at six years, not me, but me at six years old, I was like, I want a participation trophy. No, it was the fucking parents who wanted wanted their kids to feel special, who wanted their kids to walk away with something, who wanted themselves as parents to feel like they did something. So you raised a bunch of soft-ass trophy, participation trophy-wanting-ass kids. They didn't say give us participation trophies at four, five, and six years old and T-ball and shit. No, you idiots. Y'all were the ones that were like, no winners. We don't keep score. Yep. So,
0: all right.
2: That's
5: a That's Yeah, hey man, I'm gonna have a question for you. Um, I, I'm gonna send in an email, but I'll just um, right. while you good cutting out, I would love to hear what you have to say. Um, were you one of the people who, um, uh, was upset with the WWE for not holding up to American values and going over there to, and trying to push their values onto the people at Saudi Arabia? And um, you can let yeah. me know, and I, I'm gonna yeah. email about. No,
2: I appreciate that. I don't know if I would I'm I'd be upset. Uh, no. Concerned uh definitely was an issue. But I wasn't upset. I didn't I just didn't watch the thing. I like, I don't, don't want to participate. But I don't think it was uh values one way or the other getting pushed on I can't come to I can't come to your crib and demand that you like, if I'm going, if you invite me and I accept your invitation, or if I invite myself and you go, okay, fine, I'll make you dinner, come over, and we'll hang out. Fine. You've been asking for months. You know, however the, the thing works. Once I get to your crib, I've got to respect the rules of your house. If you Like my apartment, take your fucking shoes off. Like, if you if you can't take your shoes off while you're in my crib, then maybe you shouldn't be in my crib but you're definitely going to respect the ground rules of my crib, and that's a very tame ground rule. Now, if it was take your shoes off and your wife or girlfriend that's with you has to stay in this other room and she can't be out here smoking and playing video games and busting it up and listening to music with us, she's got to go in the, in the back room with the other women, and then you definitely got to go, okay, this isn't... Uh, hey, the meal might be delicious, but I'm gonna to have to go ahead and turn down that invitation. But if you decide to go and you wanna abide by my rules, not only just taking your shoes off, but hey, we don't uh you know we don't entertain with women like that's not how we do it in my crib. Like the front room is for the men And the women go in the den Or in the basement or something And go do their thing Oh, you don't have any women in in your family? Then I guess you're going to be back there Give her a Game Boy or something Or, you know, play Snake on her phone <laughs> But those are my rules And it's up to you to make that personal choice of Damn, do I want to go to fucking Darrell's house? And, you know, not only have to take my shoes off and shit But leave my girl Either leave my girl at home or bring her, and she's going to, have to stay in the basement, or in the attic, or in the guest room all night while we in there chilling and, and having fun. Or if you go, but I want to, I want to, I want to try to affect change. So maybe by the sixth time that I'm at Rails house for dinner,
3: maybe he'll
2: say, oh, "Okay, ladies, come to the front room, and we're changing things. We notice how you guys do things at your home and your, you know, in your environment. So we're we're, we're trying to, you know, change things, but." I yeah, I mean it's really a personal kind of kind of decision uh it, it, but you can't go to somebody else's crib and start imposing your your rules on them you just just don't don't go nobody said you had to go Oh but Darrell's making his famous you know uh uh uh, uh Georgia what is the KFC when Georgia gold Georgia gold chicken so you're getting some you know I'm trying to make Georgia gold chicken is Fifty million dollars, you know. Oh, but you know, you want that chicken, or 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 Darrell got a new uh, a new video game that 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 and that's exclusive. Only he got it because he got the hookup. And now you want that, so he has something of value that you that you not just you know the invitation of food and hanging out, but he's got this thing, um, you know, this 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 new toy or this new thing, this piece of technology, or fuck it, he's just paying you to come dinner in his crib, you know. Then you have to go, you know. I want that money. I want to play that. I want to play God of War, you know. Uh, I I gotta put up with his rules. I gotta take my shoes off. I gotta leave my girl at home. And ho- again, and hopefully I can convince him that you know we can have even more fun if you let the ladies come and hang out. And said nobody ever, but. <laughs> All right. On that on, on that uh on that note, I'm gonna get out of here. Um, thanks everybody for your calls and your emails and your tweets and your and all your energy. Uh don't forget, since Cam didn't get to do a plug before he left, uh you, me and wrestling, Cam, hosted by Cameron Hawkins, um, airs or drops on P W Torch V I P. Every Sunday. Uh, So check that out. Episode 2 is up now. You, Me, and Wrestling, hosted by Cameron Hawkins. Um, Check it out. And free folks will be back next week. VIPers, click over. Rich and I will have uh, bought you another hour or so of bonus VIP content. So until then, uh, I'm Trav. I'm out.